amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. This is the In This League Fantasy Podcast Network. In This League Fantasy Basketball Podcast, online at inthisleague.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud today. Now, here's your host, Bogman and the Welsh. And welcome in to the In This League Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Bogman, we are back. We, we are, are back. back. We're the three best friends that anyone ever had. But there's <laughs> only two of us. Gallagher back. Yeah, people are saying, but there's only two of you on the Welsh. And I say nay, listener, <laughs> because today, as we come back to the ITL Fantasy Basketball Podcast, we are going to be joined momentarily by our bestie. It is Mike Gallagher from Roto World. And guess how hardcore we're coming back for you guys. Not only are we going to have Mike on, we're going to ask him some questions, talk about you know, off-season, just, you know, just a little uh, primer. This is going to be a little fantasy basketball primer, as I know a lot of you guys just finished fantasy football, and you're like, hey, 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 give us a break. Well, we're going to give you a break for a minute, <laughs> but not only are we going to do this primer, we're going to do a mock draft with Gallagher. Hands in, Aka bitches. We just, in our football podcast, we just had a, uh, a listener join us in a mock draft. We've never really had one of our esteemed guests join us, but what be- better way to do it than to have uh, Gallagher join us here in, in just a couple minutes. But Bogman, we are yes. back. We are back. We have Welcome Doug. <laughs> we have Doug. Wait, no, we don't. There's no Doug. I am the Welsh, uh, who you can find on Twitter, at is it the Welsh right there. That is Scott Bogman, who you can find at Bogman Sports on Twitter. And uh, it feels really good to be back talking some basketball. It's been a little bit. We had uh, the last one we actually had for you was the draft episode that we had with uh, Roto World's Ed Isaacson. And uh, we are back to get into the flow of everything as we are going to have all the great episodes and all the basketball prep that you could possibly imagine. We're going to be coming out with our ranks episode sooner than we've done it before, as well as we'll be doing ranks analysis. And we got the whole kit and caboodle and the shebang is going to hit you right in the face. We promise you. We promise you. Uh, but a lot has changed for you fantasy basketball listeners. As uh, you guys were ending last season, we started up this really awesome thing called the ITL Army. Patreon.com slash ITL Army. That's where you can check it out. It's an insider program, essentially. And it's also a way to support Bogman and I in this venture where we do podcasts on every single sport. And basketballs are bread and butter. That's where we started. Actually, Bogman, uh, in about a month, a little over a month, we will be celebrating our two-year anniversary at InThisLeague.com. What are you going to get me? Uh, I'm going to get you a bowl of cereal. (laughs) (laughs) Boo! Yes. I'm going to get you a spider. I'm going to quit. I'm done. (laughs) I won't be back. I'll be gone because I hate spiders. But no, it'll be our two-year anniversary uh, that we'll be back in this venture. And we always appreciate the support. But if you want to join in the craziness, uh, we have uh, the ITL Army. It's got sergeants, privates, lieutenants, and all of them get different perks. Uh, The lieutenants having a group me app where you essentially have access to us 
24-7. We have rooms for each sport. We've got a, a collector's room for you know people want to you know, talk about collectibles. we got a bottle of the month club for whiskey love, all that stuff, beer. It's all happening. It's a, uh, it's a hub of hardcore fantasy sports fans. And uh, I can tell you that it's hopping. And we would love to have you. So if you want to check it out, go to InThisLeague.com. You can find information there. Or you just go to Patreon.com slash ITL Army. Uh, that'll get you in the listener leagues before anybody. So I can tell you that right now. You'll get in a month before anybody when we set up the listener leagues and a bunch of other perks. One last thing I want to tell you, and then we need to get on our bestie because he's just waiting there, just probably with bated <laughs> breath to get into this because we got so much to talk about in a short amount of time. We're really excited about this, but we have, uh, I don't know if you call it partnered or we've been accepted or bottom line is the Fantasy Sports Network, FNTSY. If you've heard of them, they do an awesome 24-7 television network. They have started up a radio division and they've brought in this league on. So Wednesdays, Wednesdays, 8 Eastern to 10 Eastern, 5 Pacific, you can find us on the West Coast, you can listen to In This League. We have a show on there. We have a couple replays. And throughout the season, you'll get, uh, we'll do some football. We'll do some basketball, baseball. It'll all be intertwined. And there'll be some original uh, Fantasy Sports Network content that we'll be putting on there as well. But we are going to be live streaming on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, which you can find on Twitter at FNTSY Radio. And uh, we would love, you know, hit some play. Hit a little play button when we come on and give us a little bit of support. Uh, and, and I mean, there's like a thousand other things that have happened if you only listen to basketball. But we'll get into it later, Bogman. Because who the hell is joining us? It's our, it's our wolf pack. <laughs> at first, I thought I was a lone man wolf pack. But then I thought, could it be... And we brought another one into the Wolf Pack. And he is Mike Gallagher from Roto World on Twitter at Mike S. Gallagher. Gallagher, what the hell is going on, brother? Not much, not much man. Just hagging, listening to the intro. I've been ready to pounce like an internet panther right now and talk some fantasy hoops. <laughs> well, let's get into all that sex panther because 60% of the time it works every time, my friend. That doesn't make sense. Uh, I'm very excited. We are going to be doing this is a quick setup here, and I want, we got some uh, kind of some quick hitter questions we want to get with Gallagher here. But we're going to be doing a uh, a 12 man mock on Yahoo. It's going to be a nine cat, and uh, we've got a bunch of ITL listeners that are joining us in this, as well as the three of us. But Mike, let's get right into this because I want to pick your brain. Uh, first off, how has been like the off season at Roto World? You're kind of the superstar of the fantasy basketball world, and I truly, truly believe that. So, how has uh, have you taken some vacations, Bahamas? Uh, push off the fans in the media? No, I mean, I went to Vegas and just been watching a lot of sports. I've been prepping for a lot of football. I checked out your football pod with the mock. That was really cool. Highly jealous of all the Italian accents. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, scusi, scusi. Extremely, extremely, extremely jealous of all the cursing that you guys did. Um, all you gotta do is say earmuffs to him. Earmuffs. Shit, whatever you want. Okay, I'm just proving a point. You don't have to celebrate, Frank. We don't curse. We don't curse on my pod. So I know. Actually, uh, uh, Gallagher was nice enough to have us on uh, one of the pods a, uh, a while back, and I remember, of course, Bogman said something just on the borderline, and we're like, "Great, thanks, Bogman. We're gonna have to cut this." This he is was like, yeah, gonna have to cut all that. This <laughs> is a respectable establishment of NBC, but you can find everything. What do you got? You got pods going on this year uh, with Rotor World? Oh, yeah, man. We got uh, pods every Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the off season. Uh, then we're going to have pods, I think, five or six times a week during the season focused on DFS. Like The pod game is well, get us. on the come up. But, yeah, we had the, uh, like in South Park with Eric Cartman having the uh, 
the chip put in, man. We can't curse. So Well, you can have me on if you want. I'd love to come back. You don't have that Bogdan yeah. on. He can't control himself. So you just ask us anytime. Which also, by the way, you can be, uh, I think you can be on the lookout. Maybe you can confirm this. But Mike was nice enough to invite us to the big boys table for the Roto World. Uh, it looks like the number one mock. Is that going to be a write-up or is that? are we just having so much fun on it? It'll be in our draft guide. Yeah, man. So um, it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be either 14 teams or 16 teams, depending on who joins. So um, And it's got uh, six Roto World writers in there and a couple other guys who cover fantasy and stuff and all that, a couple readers. It's going to be awesome, man. I'm yeah. really excited to see where, where everyone goes. It's nice and to see. If you can, get a, good group, if you can get, get a good group of mocks together uh, where you're not drafting in public mocks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what we do here. Public mocks are, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. That's the key, man. Yeah, we can't we can't handle that. We have to have the army here. So be on the lookout for that. Bogman and the Welsh uh, with Mike Gallagher and the rest of the crew uh, in the draft guide as we do this. All right, so uh, we've only got about about twelve minutes, let's say, before we're going to get into this mock here. But we've got some yeah. questions. And I want to just ask you right off the bat, Mike. Like, what has been your biggest takeaway from this offseason related to fantasy? Now, this is a pretty open question because obviously we could say, hey, and you may say this, Kevin Durant to Golden State. How does it affect him or the other guys? Russell Westbrook being opened up over there. You had Oladipo traded. What? Give me you know, one or two of the biggest fantasy-related takeaways that happened this offseason for you. It has to, I mean, what you just said has to be it. I mean, you're talking about one of the best scorers ever. Uh, going from to a team with one of the best other scores ever, <laughs> and then a guy who really came around at Oladipo. He's in a new situation now. You said Russell Westbrook, who's always been elite usage rate. Triple doubles are going to be stupid. So, I mean, just the ramifications of that move is just – it's mind-bottling. It's like putting your mind in a bottle. <laughs> um, so – it's just crazy, man. Yeah, you, uh, you know what was funny, you have, too? You have, to, you have to pick that. Well, I was going to say, what's funny, too, is when uh, Yahoo released some early ranks, and they weren't exactly um, good, what we would call that. <laughs> that would be the, the nice way to say it. We're prepared. They yeah, weren't prepared. They were not prepared for their initial release. And there were four Golden State Warriors in the top 11. Now that's changed. There's still three, uh, I believe. Am I lo- no, there's three in the top 16. I mean, it, it's a little unheard of. To me, that's one of the biggest takeaways. Is you almost have the starting, almost the entire starting lineup of a team is in the top 25 of overall players. Yeah, we've seen that before, actually, with Durant. Uh, if you remember, Westbrook, Durant, and Ibaka, when Ibaka was really good blocking three shots a game, those three guys were first-rounders. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so it's not something totally out of the ordinary. But what is is those guys are – the blocks are really carried to Baca. It's just these guys are so good on offense. Um, it's, it's just unbelievable. And we'll get into that, I'm sure, as the, the draft goes on and stuff. Yeah, well, let me ask you that right off the bat. Where do you have those, those Warriors? I actually had Curry at number one about a month ago, and the more and more this is nine cat. Uh-oh. The more and more I've been digging, I'm sw- I've switched over to putting Harden at number one. Um, you look at Harden's upside in nine cat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love I'm it. just Harden is safer. He's going to be on a team playing closer games. This guy is super durable. Led the league in minutes last year. He barely misses time. Doesn't take as much contact as guys like Westbrook who are diving on the floor all the time. Shooting threes will help him out with taking some contact. His assists are going to go up. His steals are probably going to go up, which were already elite. Elite in free throws. Just this, The ceiling is just as high as anyone. And the downside is, is not as bad as guys like Westbrook who can get hurt. KD who has to worry about a new team. Curry, again, with Durant coming in the mix. 
So yeah, I made that switch um, about a week and a half ago. So then uh, again, Durant, Mr. Consistency. Last decade, he's been the best fantasy player. What, he had a three-year stretch of being the number one fantasy player up until he broke his foot uh, and then picked right back up at number two last season. So he saw it. I still have to have him locked in in the top four. Not worried about Draymond. Doesn't score much at all, so he's still rock-solid second rounder. A little bit worried about Clay because he's going to lose touches. Now, he was actually yeah. third third in the NBA last year in points per touch. So he's going to be okay. They'll figure out ways to get him the ball. I still see him as a kind of a top 40-ish kind of guy, but he's not in that elite tier anymore. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, they're still going to be awesome, man. And the blowout factor is scary, but they're going to score so many points before they get to a blowout that it's all good. Yeah, that gets kind of – yeah, you're totally right about that. All right, so I want to ask you, last year uh, on this podcast multiple times, before anybody else was doing it, and this isn't a C.J. McCollum uh, question, by the way. How funny is that? You were telling us about Carl Anthony Towns. You put your foot down. You saw him in – you know, there was a summer league. You're like, this is the guy. So we ask you – Who's your superstar this year? Is there anyone close to Towns making the type of jump? It could be a rookie or maybe a second-year player, but who is that guy and how close is that guy to Towns? There's only one player that comes to mind with a very Damn similar... It. Nah, man. Nah, he's, not a, he's not a rookie. Uh, he is a better at blocking, had a better block rate than Mr. Cat did, meow. I know who college. this is. I know who this is. Uh, I know what's he coming had three, here. He had 3.3 blocks per game in the playoffs in a close series. He can shoot the three. He can shoot the free throws. He's in a new up-tempo system. He's got a little bit more wiggle room. Say the it. only rim protector on the team. We are talking about Miles Turner. Huck him. Boom. Miles Turner. I love it. Okay. I got him in one of our keeper leagues, too, by the way. So you think we are going to see a massive jump from Miles Turner this year? Yeah. Uh, I think he, Yahoo has him at 105. And by the time Roto World gets done pimping him up, man, he, he's going to cost you. <laughs> um, like, like, like CJ last year, CJ was hanging around the hundreds and we just pimped him so hard that the ADP just ruined him. Uh, but there's nothing you could do, man. He's just so, so good. And everything that the Pacers are saying, and I don't buy into the, the coach speak all the time, but it, it's just the upside is just too, too good. Again, cat was perfect. I mean, 82 games, unbelievable all over the court on offense the blocks were there he's a great passer he's so he's not as going to be as good as towns but i mean his second he's got second round upside uh, and you could sneak him probably like fifth sixth seventh depending on how savvy your league is love it who are going to be some of the biggest risers rank wise that are going to surprise people they're going to look and they're going to go what like scrabble i know is should probably be up in the first round around you know nine or ten maybe even higher than that he was so good last year who are some of those kind of surprising risers? And this, and, and I would also just add into Bogman what we're kind of saying here is who are the guys that are going to surprise the people when they see their rank this year? Like Scrabble, I think is going to take people back a couple steps when they're like, "Oh my God, I have to pay like a top fifteen pick for Scrabble." Who are some of those guys that are going to take people off? You know, to catch them off guard. You're going to have to pay a lot more uh, than top 15 for Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, after the break, he was 19 points, 8.6 rebounds, 7.2 assists, 1.2 blocks, 1.4 steals. Uh, I have him at number seven. <laughs> oh, I'm doing, so, I'm doing yeah. like a, a shaky leg dance. I'm like, whoo, this is exciting. I love this. Crazy. Crazy legs from Don't Be a Menace in South Central. That's exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing right now. Is there anybody, anybody else? You know, like Chris Middleton, I think, is going to catch people off guard. Yeah, yeah, I have Chris Middleton extremely high. Another post-break superstar had two and a half. He was 92% from the line. 
getting the line a ton, 47% from the field with a couple threes. He had almost five dimes a game. To, he's going to go. He should go third round. Wow. Uh, oh. Yeah, he's. I mean, you could even take him late second, and I wouldn't hate that. What about on the back end of that question? Who are the biggest guys that are going to fall? Like in the example I want to give, and again, I'm saying this as like when people look at the ranks and they're going to be like, "What the hell happened?" Like Rudy Gobert on Yahoo, he's like 60. You know, Demarcus Cousins, I think, fell. And I hope I'm not taking your answers or anything. But who are a few of those guys that are going to like? It's going to be the sticker shock of like, "Oh wow, this is not last year." Um, uh, one guy that should have fallen, uh, I think is John Wall. Uh, but anyways, yeah, like you said, a boogie fell. That's justified, man. A lot of injuries that high usage rate came back to bite him a little bit, but yeah, the, the other guys you're saying too are, are down there. Um, oh, other guys, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. When you have a navicular foot bone injury, which is what he had, which is what, Embiid had a lot of these big men have it, and they're just not the same. So justify, he's, we see him fall. Same with Blake Griffin having a quad injury; he's going to probably fall a little bit, and that's the case. Um, scrolling through here, let's see here. I mean, Bosch, Bosch is obvious. Uh, Tyreek's obviously going to be down there because he has like 38 knee knee surgeries. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, we have two more questions, but I want to ask you, so give me a quick answer on this real quick. One thing I've noticed, at least at Yahoo, and I wonder if this is going to be a trend, it looks like the, uh, the, the, the free throw guys, uh, everyone's over it now. Because I'm looking, DeAndre Jordan, 71, Andre Drummond, 73, Dwight Howard, 75. That little experiment of uh, a fantasy ranking where Drummond's in like the top 30, that seems to kind of, everyone seems to be done with that now. Well, Yahoo has always been hip to that. They've always incorporated how much that destroys you. And actually, I mentioned this on the pod, um, on the, pod the other day. Everyone's like, oh, you can overcome DeAndre Jordan's free throws. You can't. Even if you add James, <laughs> if you average out James Harden and DeAndre Jordan's free throw makes over total, you get 68%. So, That's not winning you many weeks. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're taking the best guy and you're already instantly becoming in the bottom three um so you just destroy his value so if you're gonna do it don't do it in eight cap first of all but be careful and have that kind of have that plan in the back pocket so if you grab lebron if you grab Giannis, who's not a great free throw shooter even cousins or you know if, if you find yourself getting guys who aren't great on free throws uh, i think the takeaway is you could sneak those guys a little bit later Perfect. All right, we got two more Bogman. What do we got? What's this one? Who's who's this this year? C.J. McCollum. Who's the underrated guy that you are going to just ruin all the value for Gallagher? You uh, do it every year. You him, take man. one guy and you wreck the okay, their value. Okay, but besides Miles Turner, is there another another destruction of uh, of uh, return value maybe on his, a player? Maybe his name uh, rhymes with Schmirkick. <laughs> yeah. Joseph Nurkic? I was. I think. I think he means uh, uh, Nur- oh, uh, Jokic. Oh yeah, Jokic. I have Jokic, man. I have Jokic. Really Schmokic. That's what I meant. Really high. Would be that be high. the one? Yeah, um, we are already pimping him hard as a third round pick. Uh, so uh, he, he, we'll see his 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 sticker price come up a little bit. Yahoo's not quite on uh, on him. I saw ESPN had him at I think one hundred five. Wow. Well, Yoke, they actually moved him to 48. Now, Yahoo did. Still way too low. Yeah, wow. That's amazing. Here, Okay, so last one in here. and then They, I just, wanted... traded Jeffrey, they just traded Jeffrey Laverne. Uh, I mean, it's it's all on, dude. Like, it's all it's his. The year, it's, the, it's the year Jokic. Yeah, like, you're totally I'm, right about I'm that. Not, I'm not yoking. <laughs> oh, oh I, 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 Gallagher. I 
Oh, that's beautiful. All right, last one, and then I want to set up this mock here. Uh, Same question, but who's the overrated? Who's the most overrated player this year? And I feel like you may have already said him. Wall? Yeah. Is that your guy? I'm touching Wall, man. Uh, I have him in the 30s in my rankings. I'm really worried about the knee injury. I do think Scott Brooks being in there isn't too big of a problem. But, yeah, Blake, I'm not touching at at 27. I have him in the 40s in my ranks. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I'm feeling those guys. <laughs> okay, that's good. All right, well, let's set this up. And by the way, we're going to have more stuff with Gallagher. Uh, we totally abuse our friendship with Mike Gallagher, and we ask him <laughs> to come on all the time. Uh, but he's, he's, he, Mike's a, he's, one of, he's the best. I mean, honestly, if you're, if you're playing fantasy basketball, you have to be listening to Mike Gallagher. You have to be reading his stuff over at Roto World. And, you know, I, I wish we had the relationships with all the Roto World guys and all the sports, but we do with basketball. And I can tell you, Dr. A, uh, Gallagher, y- you guys are the best. And uh, and I hope you're following all the stuff. And you will hear plenty of Mike with us, as well as you can hear him, like you said, multiple times a week on the Roto World pod. But let's get into this because we are going to do Mock Draft 1.0 for the basketball season. Boy, this feels good. And I can tell you this guy, I mean, this is not a Gallagher thing, but I think Bogman can agree with me. I'm going in cold. I have done yeah. some research, oh, okay. but I don't have my, I don't have my ranks set. Judgment free zone here. Yeah, yeah. Right? I know where I'm going. <laughs> I know where I'm going with it, but I like that to be for mock draft 1.0 for what we do with 1. the show. 1.0, you like to go in dry. Phrasing, boom. I mean, I do. Normally, going in dry is never anything you want to do with anything ever. Yeah, yeah, phrasing. yeah. Go in dry. Total phrasing. Yeah. Not fun. It's uh, it makes everything awkward. Okay, well, you Bogman then significant. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. getting, getting off track. There. Let's lubricate I- the rest of this draft here because we have one minute. I want to give the draft order and some of the players, and then we're going to get into this. And as we go, we're going to be talking about what we're thinking here. So I'm drafting from the one spot. Thank you, God. So I don't have much thinking to do with my first pick, Miles. Do you do though? You do though. Well, I know where I'm going, and you'll see in a second. Miles with the second right. pick. Wilhelm, he's the ringer. He's got three. Sorio, watch out for him in this draft. Trust me, guys. At four, I have no idea who five is, Bogman. What's the name? Uh, basketball F, yeah. That's Joe. Okay, Joe is there. Uh, F, you, you know the rest. Not yeah, like exactly. Scott, not like F. Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah, not F stops or anything like that. Why are you uh, saying F. Scott Fitzgerald? <laughs> double chin, double. I don't know who that is. At seven. We have Donnie at, Donnie at 8, uh, Stevie at 9, Brandon at 10, Youngberg, the great Mike Youngberg at 11, and the even greater Mike Gallagher at 12. So here we go. It's Mock Draft 1.0. I got the first pick. Let's go. So in my initial rankings right now, kind of like what you said, Gallagher, I know you're moving him out. I still love Steph Curry, and I think Don't blame you. I, I think building my team around a guy like Steph Curry and dominating the stats that I will, it's a no-brainer for me. I'm taking Steph Curry with a first overall a, pick. Can I make another argument to make you a little worried? Okay, uh-oh. Russell Westbrook goes two, by the way, but go ahead. Three-pointers are easy this year, man, and I think the fact that you can clean up so easy on three-pointers uh, is another selling point for Harden, it even may, though he's going to hit it himself. It may be the case. Russell Westbrook goes two. Harden goes three, uh, and then we have uh, Kevin Durant at four. Where are you on Westbrook right now? Are you not super big on him? I have Westbrook at four. Oh, okay. Uh, I am scared. To, I'm scared to death of him getting hurt. Uh, if I mm. if we knew he's going to play a lot, um, yeah, I like him. But I just can't I, live I, in I that just, world. 
I just see the other three guys just as more as safer picks, even with uh, the new GSW Fear Factor. Okay, uh, Kawhi Leonard goes Towns five. At and, six. Okay, Kawhi Leonard goes five, and then Bogman, you took Towns. So tell us about Towns. Well, for me, it was between Towns and Chris Paul, and I like Chris Paul a lot, but the injuries worry me. Towns, rookie year, played 82 games. He's got fresh legs, and I am very excited about getting Carl Anthony Towns. I love that pick. Uh, uh, LeBron James, surprisingly to me, goes seven. Anthony Davis goes eight. I got to tell you, we were talking off air. Uh, Bogman and I were Gallagher. Chris Paul goes nine. About I just think Anthony Davis is going to be a value this year. Are you digging Anthony Davis this year whatsoever? I'm a 10. Uh, the downside scares the heck out of me, like Westbrook, and the other guys I have above him just seem a little bit safer. Okay. Um, I don't think some of them like don't have the highest upside. But, um, Jimmy Butler yeah. goes 10. So talk to us about what you're going to do on the wheel here. I uh, want Giannis super bad. So who you want, you want Scrabble and who? Yeah, uh, Giannis, probably Lillard, because it's tough to get point guards a little bit later, or Paul George, probably those three I'm looking at. Actually, no, Millsap, excuse me. Uh, cut oh, boogie. I'm getting Millsap and Giannis, no-brainers for me. Yeah. Over, over Paul George. You, I, I mean, I know Mills, you're right, Millsap is a no-brainer, but I really like Paul George. I like Paul George. He's right there for me too. But uh, yeah, I just I don't really care about scoring. But Paul George is going to be really depending on the scoring a lot, and I I like to see a little bit more across the board production from guys like Giannis and Paul Millsap. Yeah, they are look- you worried about? Uh- uh, Millsap getting any boards taken away by Howard, or is it just he's going to be hurt, so it doesn't really matter? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> like you said, I think that the risk of him getting hurt uh, offsets that extra bonus. Um, I think that they're going to play a little bit faster with Schroeder, uh, a little bit more sloppy play, which should lead to more blocks and steals and stuff, and again, should get probably more shots with Horford gone uh, and Teague gone. Uh, they played some... Um, Teague's not much of a, a passer, so th- he's he's in a great, great spot. I love, love, love Millsap. John Wall goes 14. Damian Lillard goes 15. Frickin' Paul George goes 16. Bachman, <laughs> who are you trying to get here? Let's give in. I know who I want, but I don't want to say. So where are you going? I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Uh, ah, Draymond. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a tough time deciding here. I've got, well, I didn't want Whiteside, so that's nice. I, I'm... Between Kyle Lowry and Kyrie Irving, I'm having a tough time. I think I'm going to go Lowry mm. because of Kyrie Irving's injury history. I but will. Like, like Mike said, the point guards get thin pretty quick. I kind of wanted to go with Horford. That's why I'm going to lose my mind. If I get Horford here, I'm doing the I jig. Have, I'm going to dance. For the highest guy for sure. Kyrie Irving. For the highest guy left on the board. Kyrie Irving goes 20. Ah, f- and boom goes the dynamite. There goes, goes. Horford. <laughs> God dang it. Uh, so here's what I'm looking at. Maybe Gallagher can help me out here. I'm, I think I'm going to go Middleton here with one of my wheels. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's a little early. You think? Well, with, I got wheels, so I'm going to be waiting a while. Yeah, there's, there's guys. Uh, there's guys. You won't get them on the way back. I mean, there's, there's no way. Like you probably, he probably won't make it to Bogman. I don't. We'll see. He may make it. Yeah, to that, that's kind of my thing here. And I'm. Oh Let's man. See, Wait, see you, there are. I won't count Jokic, but besides Jokic, I have. Three guys. Clay Thompson. Clay is not ahead of him. Lamar. Lamarcus is Aldridge went. So that was one I want. I bet CJ McCollum is there. He is not actually. I have CJ somewhat low this year compared to where Ryan and we, Jonas Roto Worlders. What do we think on Mello? I'm down, man. I, I'm, I'm not, scared. Yeah. Knee injuries, age. Even he's in a better system. Get more threes. He's in a better system on paper, but the age uh, scares me a little bit. So, okay, I think I'm going to take Middleton. That's one because I'm just not going to get him coming back. So let's go Middleton. 
And then, oh, man, I'm torn, guys. I mean, Porzingis is interesting, favors. Clay Thompson, just from the shooting aspect, but I'm really missing out on big men. How about another one? How about Brooke Lopez? Solid. Uh, new, new system. Yeah. Kenny Atkinson wants to push the tempo. He's got really nobody behind him. It's a no great real f- good power forward threat. He's solid. And, it, and I don't know, I'm looking at this as far as having a free throw team, too. That's a solid big man for free throws. For sure. Great with great combos with with those two guys. Oh man, you know what I'm gonna <laughs> do? Let's try this out. I'm gonna go Clay. Okay. I'm gonna go Clay okay. Thompson. I'm gonna go going guard, going guard heavy. I'm gonna go guard heavy, and I'm also gonna go three point domination. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna try to take down a category here. Uh, it's it's risky with two Golden State players, yeah. but I'm gonna try to hope for some big men uh, coming back here in these next couple rounds. I don't have to worry about guards. Sorry, Bogman. You're done with you're done with threes for the rest of your draft. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Like, and, and to your point though, you know, you can find threes later, but I've got my three efficiency. You know, I've got guys that are going all around. Bogman, what do you think here? You're five picks away. How are we gonna get you really mad? Uh, well, I think, you know, I, I like Lopez, but he bothers me. There's just something about him that it, it drives it me face? nuts when he, yeah, with his, his face. <laughs> just, I want to deliver one of these right to his suck hole. Damn it, I don't know what it is about your face, but I want to deliver one of these right in your suck hole. Is there anything I can do to work on that? No, so you not wouldn't... really. It's your face. And I, again, you know, you're doing great, man. This is the Kettling One. Yeah. We're all having a great time. Everybody's having fun. You pulled it off. All right. But if you don't change your face, I'm going to change it for you. Okay. Okay. That's really my thing. Pow! Is there anything pow, I can pow. do? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's no, just your no, face. No, it's like Catalina Wine Mixer and your Brooke Lopez, but I want to, you know, change your face. I'll change it if you don't change it. Uh, I think Kevin Love is probably going to be my pick here. I've got a nice uh, big man going on with Cat. I think I could get Love right here to uh, combo with him. I think everyone's down on him because of the finals, and he's going to come back and... Um, He's going to come back and and play a lot better this year. So I I think I need to take Kevin Love here. Okay. I buy Blake Griffin goes 26. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not really. Kimball Walker goes 27, so you That's are a couple picks away. That's the other guy I was away. considering. I had Kimball over Middleton. Uh, Porzingis goes 28. I had Porzingis over Middleton. There's you had Porzingis over Middleton? I do. I want to like Porzingis a lot more than I do, but, man, I don't know. That's second half, man. Yeah. Well, I think Hornacek will help him, man. Their coaching staff really messed him up. Uh, I mean, when your own coaching, when your your front office is praising this guy like he's the best in the world, and then his coach is openly saying that he's just not playing that well, uh, it just messed him up. Yeah, uh, Vuce, Vuce, I, I, the blocks are really hard to pick up, so that, that's another reason why I like him. Vuk just went twenty nine here. So Bogman, uh, you taking your guy? I think I'm changing my mind. Oh, this is the God. this is the Mach One Blues here. Yeah, it really is. Um, Literally, nah, I'm gonna and, take love. Okay, I can't take love. Uh, it's fine. I'm not very excited about it. Yeah, yeah this it, spot I don't like. Oh, uh, Depot like went. Spot. I had Depot the highest of anybody. Depot at 31. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you. Like as I'm looking here too, like I'm I'm really hoping a lot more guards go because I'm looking at the big men and I'm like, ooh man, there's a lot better guard situations. I feel like I would be in. So, uh, oh, CJ McCollum just went 32. Gallagher. I was about to ask you, uh, where are you yeah, going? He's not, even, he's not even close to to guys I want to take right now. Well, talk to us. Who who are we looking at? Who's yeah. the wheel pick? Jokic hard. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want Jokic real bad. Uh, and then after that, uh, I may go. Let's see here. 
There goes Brooke at 33. Yeah, I may go Bledsoe, man. At 36, I'm, I'd be happy with that. I need Enjoy to go your there. 45 games. Yeah, I know. But well, he, he's just so, so good, man. I thought about Bledsoe instead of Clay. That was one I was looking yeah. at. I mean, to have Bledsoe, Middleton, and Curry. That would, but the injuries played a factor there. Derek Favors goes 34. Yeah. So. And Isaiah Thomas. So I'd be going with Bledsoe or Thomas. If Bledsoe goes, okay. uh, I would go Thomas, and then I would go Jokic as well. Is this going to be like, this is going to be a strategy. Uh, oh, Gobert went 35. That's kind of where I was thinking. My I next feel pick. like that's kind of high for where he's ranked here and, and all of the the <clears throat> bad picks from last year. Jokic and Bledsoe, boom, boom. No hesitation, Gallagher. I love it. What do you think? roll, baby. Well, okay, talk to us about Gobert real quick, and I'll sprinkle in the picks that go. He went 35. Like, what do you think? I'm Gobert? cool with that. I mean, the upside's there. We saw what he did post-break two seasons ago. Just outstanding. He's capable of doing Close to three blocks a game, not going to get you anything on offense. He's not a total free-throw killer like the other big block guys. Uh, who uh, Drummond, who just went at 38, by the way. Um, you're, you're welcome for, for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Melo went 39. Yeah. Son of a and, uh Yeah, I mean, he's he's just a, a blocks guy, and blocks are really, really hard to come by. So I like that. Um, and then another reason why I take Jokic. I expect Jokic to be a better rim protector. There goes Isaiah uh, Thomas at 40 so, there. Yeah, Thomas at 40 is really nice. Uh, so, I probably should have taken him, but I just love Bledsoe. Nah, I like that. Uh, Bogman, what do you think? Two picks away here. Trevor Reza. Trevor yep. Reza in that Mike D'Antoni system, um, you know, getting fed by James Harden. I, I love Ariza, and um, I'm really excited about the Rockets as far as fantasy goes this year. Not really in real life, but uh, we'll see how it goes. But at least I can cheer on Ariza this year. Valanchunas, uh, uh, Valulus goes 41. Oh, <laughs> no depth behind him anymore. They got Jakob Pertl behind him now. So he should, and if he's going to have a minute bump like he did a few seasons ago, it should be there, man. He looked terrible in, uh, in the Olympics, by the way. Uh, Andrew Wiggins goes 42. Uh, Bogman here, you're going to take your guy Ariza at 43. Yep. Gallagher, would Love I be it. insane if I went like a Dirk Pow, if I went the old old man big mans here? As I can't do it, man. Uh, <laughs> I just, like, you, you guys talk about Lowry. Once you hit 30 and you don't have that kind of game, like CP3 does have that kind of game. So the older you get, I tend to like it less. Uh, so I, I, I can't go double big, uh, double old guys. I like, I like Gasol about two and a half rounds more than I like Dirk. I'll give you that. I'm looking here. Uh, Hayward and DeRozan. When Hayward was the guy I was looking at, though, I don't need threes. I feel like Powell's a guy I, I want to lock into. Nerlens Noel is another player. Because uh, I need some big men here. Nerlens Noel's another one. Uh, give me some advice here, Gallagher. What, what would you do if you were looking big men here? Um, well, you know. You know. Um, don't, say Gort- don't say Gortat. Um, no, you know who to take, man. I must not have been listening. Guess not. Nerland's um, forty-seven. Yeah, so you can go. Uh, who else? Let's see here. Ooh, I want that guy. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I'll let you. I'll let you go if you're, if you're not even listening to the, to the advice I gave in the open. Hmm. Give, give you a freebie right there. Well, I know who we're talking about here, so we'll definitely take yeah. him. Uh, all right, so we will go. It doesn't matter how I take him, but just out of prettiness, we'll take Pau Gasol. Oh wow! And then. It, just, it was just out of prettiness. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not get caught here. And then the other guy. Where the hell is he? The other guy. There you go. Miles Turner, 49. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We'll, we'll do that, yeah. Bogman. Don't worry about that. I'll, I'll hook him for you, Bogman. 
That's very nice. Well, very yeah. nice picks the Welsh. I'm no. not angry at all. Okay, you know, so something that's interesting turn. this year. Now, Gallagher, you know, I think this uh, is... You dis- know, I probably could have got him on my next pick, so you're welcome. Yeah, well, oh, so oh. you're a nice guy. So okay, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is different for you. This is like, uh, you know, because you're in this world. You've been in this world the whole time. Giving some advice to people that the, not, okay, the hardcore people aren't necessarily going to regis- register with this. But the other 95% are that I think to successfully draft this year as uh, Nicholas Batum goes 50, there is going to be some sticker shock on the player values to create the correct teams. And what I mean by that is taking a guy like Miles Turner in the fifth round when there are players like Rudy Gay, Marc Gasol, Dirk Nowitzki, um, I mean, you just go down the list, Dwayne Wade, Jabari Parker, Brandon Knight. There are names that, uh, as Rudy Gay goes 51, that are going to throw people off that if you do early drafts and you listen to guys like Gallagher and you listen to this podcast as Mike Conley goes, I think you're going to be able to take advantage of some of this craziness that confuses people. And I, I Bogman, do you agree with that as you're up right now? Make your pick and then tell me if you know what, if you know what I mean. No, I, I completely agree w- with that because I'm, you know, I'm a bit scrambled here. I'm gonna go with Gorgie Jang here. I love the steel, the steals and the blocks and the boards. So uh, I feel like I can get points a little bit later. So I'm gonna go with with Gorgie. But I'm I'm with you, man, because I'm, you know, I'm a little bit behind the times right now. But I mean, for the most part, I know what I'm doing. But yeah, you you look at these players and you're like, how the hell is Otto Porter at 36, right? <laughs> What's going on? With Dirk still being around, why is he still here? George Hill is uh, was really good, but he's moving to a weird situation. It's going to be strange for uh, you know readjusting. That that's exactly what I'm talking about. As uh, Dennis Schroeder went 56, Tobias Harris went. I'm sorry, 55. Tobias Harris went 56, and uh, Gortat went 57. But Gallagher, do you know what I mean? Because like I said, you're not in this, and Otto Porter goes 58, and you're about to get up here, so you can tell us what you're doing. Yeah, but like, right, you know what yeah. I mean by kind of the sticker shock of like. Like, these players aren't like last year, and I think it's going to throw fantasy basketball people off. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to take – I can't believe this guy's there. He usually goes so early in my drafts. You took um, Drew Holiday uh, and Zach You're Levine. drafting with Dr. A. That's you, why. Yeah, UCLA, man. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't – I just – I think that people are smart now. I think if most people that do drafts in competitive leagues can recognize where – guys are going um you know where oh. they should go and they can see how they've been doing and there's yahoo has the metrics built in espn has the metrics built in so as long as you're spending a good 20 minutes before your draft and you understand how fantasy value works uh, i think people can see past the the name factor youngberg is a son of a bitch for taking devin booker at 62 <laughs> way too early yeah just son of a she should have been around for me later. Uh, Greg Monroe goes thirty or sixty-three. Brandon Knight goes sixty-four. So yeah, it's, it's just a tip, a little bit of advice as Stephen Adam goes sixty-five. Here is that like, you know, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make some adjustments. There are some major value changes. That's why we kind of asked the questions in the beginning. Aaron, uh, yeah, Gordon goes uh, sixty-six. There, you know, you got Scrabble, who's a top ten player, and you got uh, Gobert who was essentially in Scrabble's spot last year, he's down ranked in the 50s and 60s. So, you know, get ready to, and don't feel like you're reaching too far when you're taking the great players, regardless of the, what the ranks are telling you. Like Gallagher said, Miles Turner is ranked in the hundreds on Yahoo, but he's talking potential top second round value, so you probably take him in the fourth or fifth. 
Bogman. God, yep. I hate these options here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. For... I'm gonna go with Gorn. I need some assists. Yep, okay. that's oh. a good one. I don't feel great about it. I no, mean, that's thank a great you for saying best that. Best player, best player available, hands down. Okay. And I, right. I, I well, that makes me feel better about him. it. I would have taken him over Levine, but I haven't drafted Levine yet. I was like, eh, I'll take Levine. Given a hard look at uh, Gallinari, I sure love Gallinari. Speaking of forty games. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Right. Good point. <laughs> How about uh, this? Is another one I'm looking at. Uh, ben Simmons. Where, where? What do we think on Ben Simmons, guys? As we're heading into the seventh round here, as Rondo and Gallinari go, so that's not even an option. What do you think about Ben Simmons? Um. So best out on Simmons. He took seventy five percent of his shots at the rim last year at LSU. And, man, it, it's hard to score at the rim in the NBA. And we saw that in even Summer League. He really struggled to get clean looks, get over top of big men in the NBA. It's just the, the difference from his game. It's going to take time. Not a good free throw shooter. So that 56% from the field you saw last year, it's going to be probably like 44. And for a guy who's not making threes, that hurts. Uh, okay. So it's going to be tough to draft him for me in, in the top 100. That's, that's interesting to hear as Thad Young goes – uh, Dirk is still here, and uh, yeah. pretty solid actually. It, yeah, it seems yeah, like I too almost, good of a value. Yeah, I, I I feel like you're probably right on that one. So let's do that. Uh, the other two that I'm looking at here now, you know, I do have a lot of guards, but I don't have a lot of assists going on. Uh, this is not a guard, but I'm looking kind of at Jabari Parker. You know, third year in the league, I'm thinking there's might be a little bit of value there. And then if I'm looking at point guards. I got a little Tyreek Evans in me. Um, phrasing? Uh, there's a little bit of a Rubio, but the god field goal percentage bothers me. Yeah, when you're already guard heavy, that's a tough one to do. It is a tough one to do. And then you just look down the list, and I don't know. There's not there's not a ton of other sexy sexy Julian guards, Bogman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, don't take Tyreek Evans. That wouldn't be the humble, sexy thing to do. That's a good, wholesome, sexy thing to do. That would be. I kind of want to take Ben Simmons to be honest with you. Seventh round, Ooh. but I. But I know, I know, I know. It's a little you don't too early. The, you don't need the, the no threes is, is fine because the way your team's put together. Yeah, that, that, yeah. He's going to get a lot of steals and and uh, it's, he's going to be impressive to watch one way or the other. I just don't know. Like I want to have him, but my next pick is at ninety six. So here's what I'm going to do. There's still some awesome value out there. I, I think it's way too soon to take him. Mm, like definitely. if I were you right now, I would. There's, I would take Avery Bradley. I think he'd be the best guy for your team. Get some steals, keep your team together, hit some threes, a little bit of boards. Uh, he's. I think he'd be the best fit for your team. Then um, there's a couple other guys that I want that I'm not going to tell you about. Um, <laughs> so, so, but then yeah, there's a. And then Parker's fine. Um, Parker's not. You don't need the three. So actually, Parker's a great fit for you. That's what we're doing. We're going Jabari Parker. I'm going with my gut. That was the first one that I wanted to yeah. go with. So I'm going to go with Jabari Parker. Yep. You don't need the. And I think he'll be better from the line this year, too. All right. Uh, Ryan Anderson goes 74. Oh, Bogman. you motherfucker. Was it Anderson? Was that Miles, you son of a. Oh, don't worry, Scrub. That's awesome. Taking my rhino. Enos Kander goes 75. Dwight Howard goes 76. Bogman, what are you possibly looking to do? Uh, Tyreek. You know. Oh, you got. I, I, do, I do it every year, I do it to myself. Three knee surgeries in the past two years. Yeah, this it's I, it's the most unbogman thing on the planet. For some reason, he is so tied. Oh, damn it, Jay Crowder, <laughs> such a that's a good one. Uh, he's, you're yeah. so tied to Tyreek Evans, Bogman. I don't understand it. Ah, uh, just take Avery Bradley, dude. Take Avery Bradley, please. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's just telling me who to take here. Uh, Turner's gone. He's going to handle the ball more. Even in the second unit, they're going to stagger him. He's going to be pretty good this year. I don't know, Bogman. Sexy Tyreek Evans. I'll take Bradley. You, you know go. what? When, when oh. Gallagher's giving you advice, you listen. Parsons. <laughs> Parsons going 79. Parsons is good. That kicks I got me. A couple, I, I got a couple for you when I come up here. All right, Dwayne. They're still there. Well, let's talk about it. Who, who are you looking well, for? Well, it's clearly going to be Michael Carter Williams, right? I mean, oh, that, <laughs> sure, dude. Michael Carter Williams, Matt Delvadova. Give me that. Uh, so, Wade and Rubio. Like, and two guys I like in very, very good situations. Um, yeah, one guy. One of them, Ryan, with Schmelangelo? Nah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Schmelangelo is one of them. I want Schmelangelo. See? Really bad. Damn it. Yeah. I, okay. yeah, I really want him here. Uh, his upside's stupid. New system with very favorable system, new tempo, new coach, coach not bashing him all the time, coach wanting to play him all the time versus coach not wanting to play him all the time. Uh, yeah, it, it, I got to have me some Russell here. And he goes, he's going to go a lot earlier than 84, 85. Mirachik so, goes Mir- 82. Rubio went 81. Dwayne Wade, 80. Youngberg's up. Then uh, and then Gallagher. So, oh, he took Russell. Oh, <laughs> he took Russell, that son of a. It's a it's a mock, man. Get mad, Gallagher. Get mad. <laughs> I'll do that. I'm gonna pseudo uh, so just put guy, bleep buttons the there. Really, what's up? Sorry. I'm gonna just put bleep buttons there just so people think you're mad. That's what we're gonna do now. No, go ahead. <laughs> Who are you taking? You watch mouth. <laughs> uh, so all right, let's see here. I got a couple options. I probably should go big, but there's too much value out here for a couple guys that I really like. The one guy I was alluding to that I love at this spot is Robin Lopez. Yeah, uh, no, great pick. Come cheap. on, Gallagher. I yeah. just queued him up. Damn cheap. it. It's great for percentages. He would have been awesome for your team, by the way. Thanks, Welsh, The Welsh team I was talking about with the good percentages. Okay. And the other guy, he does have the injury, uh, the concern of getting suspended at 10 games for his domestic violence. But I don't care, man. I still think he's going to be close to seven times a game, scoring the teams. Give me Darren Collison, man. Uh, I'll draft a lot of point guards while a lot of you guys kind of just fill in the blanks. Uh, I've got think, a lot of point guards. Do you think Ty Lawson was signed there because of concerns about the 10 games yeah. or that it could be longer? Or? No, I think, I mean, you look, do you want me to go over some of the background on this? Is this you, yeah, you can yeah, sprinkle yeah, it in. Sure. Sprinkle it in here. As Covington, so, goes, yeah, Covington any, goes 86. Any, man, any plea or conviction on domestic violence is automatic 10 games, no matter what. But... I don't know if he's going to get convicted, one, or plea, two. He's already pled guilty twice, pushed it back. And the, if you look at the report, there were they said there were, quote, injuries, but the injuries, quote, didn't require medical attention. So it's like she may have, like, broke a nail or something like that. So I don't know, man. And then the comparison people talk about is Jeff Taylor, who got suspended 24 games, but alcohol was involved. There was property destruction. It happened right after Ray Rice. So, so not, yeah. not the same. All right, That's so I was afraid that uh, they were going to, you know, they, they were going to go ahead and cause him a bunch of problems by making an example out of him. That was my thing. I'm going to go with Big Mac. All right, let, give let's, me some let's, boards, let's give me some oh. boards. and let's update some picture real quick. JJ Redick went 87, uh, Fareed 88, Bradley Beal oh. 89, uh, Okafor 90, Biombo 91, and fucking Ben Simmons just went 92. <laughs> Damn it, struggling. And Damari Carroll goes 93. What do you think of my Big Mac pick, Gallagher? Hate it. Hate you don't it. Like Big yeah, Mac? kill him. Kill him. Yeah, yeah. Hate it. <laughs> I, I, 
I know he's a specialist in everything, and his free throws are terrible. But I, the boards down the stretch, like he can have just some big games, and to mix him in with, you know, now I've got Love, Jang, Towns, and Big Mac. I think I got a lot of boards. All right, so I'm up here. I'm looking. Oh man, the guard situation is gross. I'm looking at Alfred Payton. Meh. <laughs> you want to know where I have Bismack ranks on on my board? Oh come on! Don't hammer me this hard. <laughs> Phrasing. Where do you have him ranked? You got to know. One hundred sixty-six. One hundred sixty-six. Yeah, I ain't touching that, man. Hey, Phrasing. Ain't no, Why ain't so no want low, no part of that. Kill your free throw. Not going to get a lot of minutes. Not going to score. Um, He's not. He's not. He's not going to get minutes. Why isn't he going to get minutes? Didn't they sign him to a decent? Look at Vooch there. Well, yeah, that was the market for big men. I mean, Mozgov got signed this huge money, and the, the price point was set. So if you wanted him, that's what they had to pay. And they're changing their identity. They're going to play slower. So I don't know, man. Uh, it, it's just it's, he's he's not going to play power forward minutes. So he's pretty much and Serge is going to play. Some stole tournament. Lopez from me, you jerk. All right. Well, yeah. I went with. Biombo. I'm going to jump in here and there's I'm better bigs out there. At 96 and 97, I'm going to go here. I think there's a little bit of a value to take Tyreek Evans. Damn it. Injury risk. I think I can do a lot here. Um the other guys that I'm looking at, Gallagher, can I ask you, what do you think about Danny Green this year? Well, actually, that's who I wanted to take at 108, 109. Yeah, so, damn yeah, right, Danny good. Green in the house. Yeah. Get join the yeah. team, Danny Green. Yeah, that's a good pick. Al Jefferson goes 98. Danny Green. I I hate, I'm not taking Al Jefferson worth of anything. Danny Green's going to be a divisive player this year. I mean, really, has anybody moved up and down the ranks as much as Danny Green has the last three years? Uh, I mean, the last two years, really, because two seasons ago, he was what? Right at the, he was like top 25 value. And last year, he couldn't hit his open shots. Uh, but that's what I mean. Two years ago, yeah. or, you know, years ago, he was ranked so low and had such a great, you know, he brought back the value. And then everyone drafts him high and he <laughs> the bed. So, I mean, it's almost if you take the every other year, damn it, Clarkson and Peyton just went. This might be, this is a year we're actually getting a value with Danny Green as Baysmore. Baysmore goes 101. Baysmore. That was going to be my pick after this one. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Lynn Sanity. I love point guards on bad teams. All right, so what do you think, Gallagher? What are you, what are you looking at here? He got real your... quiet, so I'm expecting. Uh, yeah, I'm Jeremy Lynn is ranked 297 you. on your list, right? No, I have him at – oh, let me look it up here. I have Lynn at Rodney. 96. Oh, that's a good value. I took him at – yeah, then I got him at a value. Rodney well, I, have a lot, I have a lot of better players out there ahead of him. And actually, give you guys a tip here. Yahoo completely whiffed on ranking Evan Fournier and Marvin Williams. They're ranked at 214. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. He's 214, Marvin Williams yeah, is. so those are the two guys I'm going to take um, oh. because I'm being sneaky like that. So oh, I think I like those it. two guys are – yeah. Rodney Hood um, goes 103, Moutier goes 104, and Monta Ellis goes 105. So some of the guys, I just want some people to know who are still on the board, uh, if you're wondering, Chris Bosch, Darren Williams, Wes Matthews, Derek Rose, Michael Carter-Williams, Zach Randolph, uh, Joachim Noah, Harrison Barnes, Tony Parker, Brandon Ingram. Those are just some of the names as Clint Capella goes 106 that are still sitting on the board when you get to the hundreds in the ninth round. Just give some people some perspective here as Youngberg's up here at 107 and then uh, Gallagher. Uh, what were the two picks again? You The sneaky ones, Fournier and Marvin Williams. Yeah, I'm taking Oh, those. Bobby Portis. Ah, such a good Free pick. Free Bobby Portis. I like that pick. 
Uh, Evan Fournier, Marvin Williams, 108-109. I like it. For, you know, Marvin Williams, for some reason in my brain, this is the general area, but you are definitely right about Fournier. You know, with uh, Oladipo leaving town, Fournier at 108 does seem like a steal. As Julius Randle goes 110. What are you doing well, with Fournier. Chris Wash, by the way? Nah, I'll let someone else draft him, dude. He's not like, at no point is he worth the risk? Like, we're we're in round 10 here. I ain't taking. It's not worth the risk there. There's still better players out there, man. Lots of them. I don't know. Like I don't know if he played 82 games that there's anybody better than him out. There. Oh well, he's not gonna. I mean, if he plays 82 games, that's the horse of a different color. Right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, Harrison Barnes is sitting out there. I'd take yeah. a chance on Harry B. Um, Wes Matthews. I'd take a chance on him. There goes Bosch at 111. By the way, <laughs> solid. Solid. I can't. You can't hate. Obviously, but. Yeah, I like that. Well, there goes Wes Matthews at one twelve. Uh, Gallagher yeah, with Matthews the is great pick. Yeah, with the magic. What about Derek Rose? Derek Rose, there's going to be a divisive player this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not touching any of that. But yeah, people keep chasing that 2010, man. It's, it's not not about that. You don't draft uh, Kevin Garnett in the first round anymore. Why? Why are you drafting Rose? How about uh, this question? Joakim Noah or Derek Rose is the first Nick of those two that you would take. Which one? Noah, hands down. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Aminu goes one thirteen. Alex Lynn goes 114. That's a, I like that pick. And Bogman, you're up. Oh, God. Uh, Harry B, dog. Take Harry nah, B. No, don't take Harry yeah. B. You take somebody else. Get the f- off. Uh, He's <laughs> kind of top on my list, but I like, I don't know. Take him, Aminu. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of a hook pick here. Uh, of I'll course wait. you are. Take a hook oh, yeah. uh, pa- Take Patrick Beverly. Ah, oh, boo. Harry B. I, I was it. thinking PJ Tucker too. I yeah. like PJ Tucker. Nice. Right, it's a little too early, but too low, too low. You got to go higher upside, dude. Got to go higher. Yeah, upside. yeah. I mean, you know, see, see what Harrison has in Dallas. He's gonna. Get, he has the highest upside by far. Right. He's gonna they, get a real uh, shot now. Plumley yeah. goes one seventeen. What about Evan Turner in Portland as no uh, Josh Gibson? Man. What's that? No, th- no, thank you on Evan Turner. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, Evan Turner just went, and Taj Gibson went one eighteen. So taking a little looky here, can I ask you? Gallagher about Joel Embiid and your drafting prowess with him this year? I have Embiid probably higher than most people, and he is a terrific late round pick once you get in the 120 or so range. Um, Where I'm at. He's a good free throw shooter, shot blocker. You look for those two things for guys to break out. That's why I like Miles Turner so much. So, yeah, this is a fine spot for for Mr. Joel Embiid, who has. Nicknamed Dario Sarge, the homie, which which I love. So. The homie. I kind of want to go young. Okay, because Embiid's going to be one of my picks. I was circling around him last round. Yeah. The other one I'm looking at, and it, I, I have a hard time with it. It's tough because Darren Williams and Derek Rose are out there, but I'm looking at Chris Dunn. Yeah, uh, risky I, pick. No, but, I know it's risky. He's upside. Like you said, ups, once you hit 120, dude, take your upside. So if, if Rubio gets traded... You got a nice little ace in the hole. That's so, kind of what yeah, I'm, I'm banking. Uh, yeah, and especially coming from like a, a good standpoint of like power guards here and having Steph Curry and some of these guys, Dunn could pay. I, I just I look at the board. There's some oldies, but okayies, and I just really <laughs> like Chris Dunn this year. And we're at 121, so I'm gonna go Chris Dunn. He was the most impressive rookie at summer league. I will give you that hands yeah. down. He, he had a he was had a short stint because he had a concussion, but man, he dazzled. Um, I, I was like drooling all over my desk watching them. What about uh, <laughs> these two? I have queued up, and I'm not I'm not 100 percent sold on either one of them. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 
What did you think of him? Solid stash. I didn't yeah. think he looked good at all. Two cool stats on him. He only had 25% of his shots at the rim, 40% of his shots from beyond three. So he's kind of a three-point shooting big. It's going to take him time to, to develop. Doesn't have a post game yet, so he's going to be kind of a, a nice little three-point threat. But, yeah, oh. the ceiling's there. And actually talk of him uh, possibly starting uh-huh. today. Yeah, let me update and, real quick. Uh, let me update real yeah. quick. Darren Williams goes 122, and Dario Saric goes 123. The homie! The homie! Wow. And Buddy Heald goes 124, and Derek Rose 125. I like that I Saric like that pick. Buddy pick. What there about a player uh, out there that if uh, you guys, a lot of your listeners must not listen to my pod. Uh, I pimped the heck out of this guy, and I'm not telling you who it is because you don't listen to my pod, I guess. I listen to your pod today. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, I, ta- I actually talked about this guy a ton. Well, get it God, right, Bogman. Who was it? Come on, homie. Uh, well, the I'm homie. trying to find who it is, but there's yeah. no way I'm going to find who it is before I pick. So I'm going to take I'm gonna take Ingram and go from there. Who is it? Gary Harris. I was Gary just looking Harris. at Gary Harris. I knew that was the damn guy i just was putting him up in my queue here uh sneaky ass pick love gary harris out the last few years is that where you're going here yep i'm gonna go gary harris and ronde hollis jefferson i like it oh sneaky sneaky ronde hollis i've got a couple other picks in the back pocket what about uh, the other guy I was going to ask you about before, but I didn't get a chance to? Was Terrence Jones moving to New Orleans? I like Terrence Jones. Can't yeah. stay healthy, but I mean, yeah. in New Orleans without a gentry system, he's there with Omer and Alexis Agensa. They're going to—they really want to get someone to fit in a power forward next to while well, they play Davis. They want to play Davis more at the five. So yeah, he—he's a a really great, nice upside pick. We've—you know from the Rockets days. Yeah, DJ's on man. He was dropping like top fifteen value for a good three four weeks at a time. So capable, capable player. And this just a kind of a, a great late round pick. Uh, Frank Kaminsky one twenty seven, uh, Caldwell Pope one twenty eight, and Zach Randolph one twenty nine. Caldwell Pope's a great pick. Yeah, that's a pretty good pick. There, there's still some really great value out here. It's so hilarious, by the way. Just, you know, for people's eyes that aren't seeing this, you know, we're in the 11th round. We only have two more rounds after this. 130, and you still got, like, Michael Carter-Williams. That's where the hate has gone. <laughs> Michael Carter-Williams is still out there. Kyle Korver. Think about how far Kyle Korver has fallen off from that garbage last season he had. Uh, he okay, was so bad. <laughs> it, it was just atrocious. Yeah, I had him on one of the teams too. It was really disappointing. So, uh, who are our two guys here, Gallagher? Uh, I'm gonna go Gary Harris and Rondé. All right, yeah, right. Okay, no sniping. Ooh, if Young Rondé Hollis Jefferson, I like that. You know, actually, there's I, another guy I really like too. If I get sniped, that, that I'll take. Yeah, who's that? Not, I got to keep, keep in my back pocket. I keep in my back pocket. I'll, I'll I have my back pocket me. pick ready to go after I'm taking Terrence Jones here. But um, oh, smart. I had smart in my queue. That's a good pick right there. There's Marcus Smart 130. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you my guy I want to take at the end. If, if I get sniped on Harris or Rondé, I'll take my other guy. You better, so say, I'll give you, you better say a naughty word if you do. Oh, McDermott goes. Snipes, snipes. Snipes. You know what? Uh-oh. Uh, no, I got I, I tip my tip my hand. I, I got to do it. I got to do it. <laughs> there goes okay. Harris. Hollis yeah. Jefferson. There goes. There Nurkic. he goes. That's the guy I was thinking. Oh, yep. Okay. Nurkic. Nurkic. Where are you he going, Bogdan? Nurkic. Well, I think that, you know, I have a ton of guards already, but I do like Patrick Beverly, but I'm not going to go there. I'm going to take Terrence Jones here, and then I'll give you. My, oh, uh, Valentine went. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'll pick. give you my super secret sneaky pick after you pick the Welsh. No, you can give it to me now. How many 
damn Plumleys are there in this league? There's now a Marshall Plumley. Marshall Plumley, yeah. Jesus Christ. They're going to just have their own team soon as Sullinger and Jamal Murray goes 137 there. So, all right. I'm thinking uh, Jalen Brown. I like that pick, 138. You like that pick? I like that pick. From a starter at this point, we're in the back of the, the draft here. Uh, he, he, he might even get in the rotation. Uh, well, you know better they than that. They got Jay Crowder. They got Corford in there now, man. Yeah, uh, That's true. Uh, They've Justice got Winslow. Uh, Kelly Olenek, who looks like he needs to go to Lilith Fair <laughs> yeah. in his uh, Yahoo picture. I'm giving a hard look at Noah right now. Um, but man, do I have, I just have the young old team. It is just like nothing but dudes that can't drink and guys that are getting their AARP cards. <laughs> Tony Parker goes 141. Patrick Beverly, 142. Oh boy. Mm. Oh, Andrew Bogut goes 143. Everyone got real silent for my pick here. <laughs> yeah, everyone, I'm, everyone's scrolling through to find those, those guys. There's another guy that I forget is, I forget who it is that Yahoo whiffed on the ranks on. Uh, I like this guy. Mm. I think we got him. I'm going to take uh, – let me just do one little – Good pick right here, Stanley Johnson. Nice little upside pick. Courtney Lee I like, by the way. Not a lot of competition for minutes. Uh, he should get a, a good position in Jeff Hornacek's rotation. Uh, very sneaky, high-floor kind of guy. But, again, we hate high-floor picks late, right? Yeah. Why is why is Eric Gordon still on the board? Is It's it's just because he's hurt all the time? I mean, no, he should be has got to be big for him. He should be gone. Yeah, he's going to hit. I'd say about two two point six threes per game. He's going to have a nice little six man role. It just it, it depends because it's going to be tough if if we find out that D'Antoni is going to consistently play a one two combo of Harden Gordon, you can get a steal. So that's a good pick. And then, like you said, the injury concerns are stupid, uh, out of control. But like, it's last round, man. So he should be gone. Uh, right. Like, I'm thinking that's... Gordon here, but let me ask you guys. <laughs> but uh, Willie Colley Stein. That's one that yeah. I'm looking at. I really like – I love Willie Colley-Stein last year. And at the 145th pick – Yeah, post-type sleeper, exactly. I'm going to go Willie Colley-Stein. I went Noah, and I'm going Colley-Stein. I'm actually semi-down on Colley-Stein, but obviously 145, you, you can't do anything about it. Uh, Coach Dave Yeager was talking about – on a podcast with Zach Lowe, which was freaking awesome, um, talking about playing Colley-Stein more at the five behind Cousins, and he still isn't quite committed – to starting him because he has added depth at the four. They picked up Scalabissier from Kentucky uh, at 28. They want to play Matt Barnes at the four a lot. So, and they want to play Caskey at the four a little bit. So, eh, a little bit worried. But if Cousins gets hurt, though, you've got yourself a, a guy who can hit two blocks with 12 rebounds and a little bit of some other stuff, too, with some steals, and which should be a decent tempo. I mean, Not as fast as last year. Yeah, and listen, in these back rounds here, a nice strategy overall is is looking for guys. It's almost like the, the running backs in football. Drafting lots of running backs, get the, right, get the handcuffs. Yeah, if you yeah. can get the guy, like, sure, Eric Gordon, you know, he, he is who he is. Cal Corver at one point has been who he is. But when we're talking about a guy like Chris Dunn, you know, like I took Chris Dunn, Willie Colley sign, man, if they're put in that opportunity, you're looking at studs as uh, Tyson Chandler goes 147. Brandon Jennings went 146. Uh, Will Barton, 148. I like that pick. Bogman, you're two away here. Where are you going? I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Eric Gordon. But okay. my, super, yeah. my super sneaky pick is Dante Exum. And I want to know, Gallagher, what do you think about Dante Exum? Obviously, George Hill is there in front of him. But he's a guy I really liked in his draft class. And he's recovered from the knee injury super fast but needed to work on stuff. What do you think about him for this season? 
let's back it up to before he tore his ACL. Uh, he looked really good in summer league two years ago before he kind of, you know, obviously had the injury. So that looked good there. But the depth is so scary on Utah. Um, he, he's just he can't he's not going to get 21 22 minutes he was one of the worst permanent players in the nba in his rookie season so he would have to take a massive leap in what four games come on well no how many well, games no, did he play in that rookie when he started no he played he played he started what i want to say 30 games did he really season? yeah he got he's they actually did really well yeah it doesn't even feel so. like he did that by the way real quick let's update these uh tyson chandler will barton we said stanley johnson that really good pick that gallagher was talking about went and then Eric Gordon, and then you got uh, Markeith Morris. This is scrolling up on me, but Julia. And another reason. Oh, I got sniped. Youngbird most listened to my pod, man. He took uh, Trey Lyles. Patchouli, yeah, he's That's on. That's I was going to take. Uh, we got Pachulia, Zeller, uh, Dragon Bender. I don't like the Bender pick, and then Trey no, Lyles, and then you're the last pick here, Gallagher. And then, uh, and then uh, let's look at these. I wanted a, a power forward that can shoot three, so I was looking at Lyles or this other guy, who said today. Uh, uh, Wednesday that this team needs his three-point shooting and they do they were dead last in threes last year they had one of uh, the guys who've been pimping the entire pod and Chris Middleton and that guy is Mirza Toledovic like uh, it. I, ah, I expect Toledovic him to get was 20 down the stretch last year right yeah he had the most three-pointers ever for a player off the bench so he's gonna he's gonna bomb away, and they're gonna find ways to get him in the lineup. Jason Kidd really liked him in his Brooklyn Nets days before he had the heart issue. Yeah, man, a really solid pick for a team like mine that isn't strong on three pointers. To get that late uh, at that power forward spot, I, I was pretty happy. All right. Hey, by the way, I want to start this off before we review the teams. Looking at uh, projected standings, guess who's number one? Oh, God. Give me a Probably break. Probably not my team. Me, You're bitch. Still calling? You're me, still bitch. with Yahoo projections? Yeah. Hey, hey, listen to this, the Welsh. The champ is here. I'm just, I'm, right? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just letting everybody know. Let's say Stevie was champ, two. I'm just letting everybody know. The champ is here. Give me a hell yeah. Okay. Well, I want everyone to know I was projected one. Mike Gallagher was projected three. Bogman's down there well. with the scum and the mud people at eight. <laughs> it's funny because he's fat. So that's all that we want to let everybody know. So let's look at these teams here. And uh, I'm going to give this to Gallagher. I mean, we'll, we'll all talk about this a little bit, you and me, Bogman. But I want Gallagher to really take a look at these. But let's start with his team and then we'll look at uh, both of ours and then we'll do a quick scan of some of the other guys so Gallagher I'm going to read off your team and then you tell us uh, you know something you didn't like something you like uh, we're only going to look at the starters right now but we got Antetokounmpo at point guard Eric Bledsoe Drew Holiday getting into the forwards we have Fournier Millsap Marvin Williams centers are Jokic uh, Lopez and we have Zach Levine and Darren Collison at utility and just your utility and your bench was uh, Gary Harris Hollis Jefferson and uh, Toledovic so uh, what what do you think? Where did you where did you hit? Where did you miss? How do you like this on a scale of one to ten? I like it. I mean, I loved how my team started. There's no way in any of my drafts I'll ever be able to get uh, Giannis and Millsap and Jokic. I mean, it's just there's just no way that I'll be able to get those guys and Bledsoe. I like uh, that. It's just insane to me. Um, I, my plan was to get threes late, and I did. I got Levine, Gary Harris, uh, Toledovic really helped me out there. Uh, Marvin Williams was a steal for me, obviously, which won't happen in most drafts because Yahoo will fix that. Same with Fournier. So, yeah, this team's, this team's stupid. 
Okay, and and, see, and it's important for everybody to know too. You know, when you hear Mike say that, you got to remember he's playing with Roto World. A lot of the people aren't <laughs> playing. You know, you're playing with with big dogs here. This is a good template for people that want to follow Mike. You will have the opportunity to do this. The ranks are going to allow you. We this is something we do here a ton with our shows, Boggs at, at ITL. We're always doing this type of stuff. We're telling you how can you abuse the rankings? How can you take right. advantage of your drafts with other people? And Mike was able to do that, saying, "Hey, I can't do this normally." But I was able to do it here. You may not be able to do things in ITL leagues that you're going to be able to do in home leagues. So, uh, Bogman, real quick, do you have any comment on Gallagher's team? Something you like, something you didn't like, or you know, any just uh, random like uh, knowledge that was dropped on you? I can't. I can't uh, talk about Gallagher's team. It's Gallagher's team. It's always going to be a good one. That's why we don't invite him to our leagues right here. He everything. I, you guys are going to my football league, by the way. You jerks. Yeah, you never got back to me. I was like, "Get back to me," and then it and then it went uh, radio silence. Oh, on uh, on Tuesday, I think so. Holla. Sons of uh, bitches! Is that, is that on Yahoo? I'll do it if it's on uh, Yahoo. It's on, it's on, it could be on ESPN. Go, go move it to okay. Yahoo. Go move it to Yahoo. Uh, Robin Lopez is the one that pissed me off the most, Gallagher, because that's where I panicked and I went with Biombo because I wanted the the boards and the blocks from Robin Lopez. And, and a good I love, goal free throw percentage. Yes, the free throw percentage is a big thing for me because I don't punt free throw percentage or field goal percentage, and that is clearly a championship winning uh, attribute because I did in fact win a championship last year. Oh, great. So we're never going to hear the <laughs> end of that. All right, well, let's Bogman, let's go to your championship. Yeah. Uh, you know that over Yahoo is telling you you're going to finish eight here. Let's look at this team. You have Kyle Lowry. Trevor Ariza, Goran Dragic. When we get to the forwards, you have Harrison Barnes, Kevin Love, and Gorgie Jang. And then your centers, Car- uh, Carl Anthony Towns, Bismack, Biombo, and Utility, Avery Bradley, Jeremy Lin, with a bench of Brandon Ingram, Terrence Jones, and Eric Gordon. So Bogman first, uh, real Great quick. Great me, Gallagher. Okay, yeah, yeah. Gallagher, what do you think? Uh, I had a couple guys I had liked more than Lowry. So I, I liked the pick, but I, I would have liked a little bit more. Love Ariza, you hit out of the park. Dragic you had out of the park, Barnes you had out of the park, Little Early on Love, Dang you had out of the park, Towns you had out of the park, hate the Biombo pick. Oh no! We suck again! Love Bradley, Lynn was a really good pick, Ingram perfect little late round sleeper, love Terrence Jones, love Eric Gordon, so mostly hits, couple things I disagree with, but that's a really, really nice first draft for you, sir, so congrats. Bogman, what are you taking away from this? I mean, obviously you're taking away your Biombo shame. You're going to walk away with Biombo <laughs> shame for sure, but... Watch, watch uh, uh, Vooch get hurt, and, like, Bogman's going to be on me all season. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally, nothing but tweets all day long. I'm still, yeah, I'm not going to be nearly as low on Biombo as as uh, Gallagher is, sure. but yeah, I much, much, much rather that, and like I said, that's my one panic pick so outside of that you know i got a little help from uh gallagher with the barnes and the bradley but uh i i like my point guards i really like getting jeremy lynn i feel like he's going to be underrated because i you know like kind of like the tony roten situation in philly i like point guards on bad teams because they're going to get a lot of points they're going to get a lot of threes they're going to get a lot of steals they're going to get a lot of shots i mean your field goal percentage is going to be bad but I mean, you're not looking at Jeremy Lin for field goal percentage anyway. So that that was and getting Eric Gordon in the last round is dumb. Yeah, that you is know, dumb. There's no there's no way that that'll be a late adjustment that's made. All right, if well, I could add really, yeah. I was going to add really quick on Jeremy Lin. Kenny Atkinson, the new coach, he worked a lot with him in the Jeremy Lin sanity era. So they they have a good little rapport. So yeah, Lin's, I mean, it's, it's literally a perfect spot for him to go there. And Bogman, so, yeah. I, I want to tell you too, I love Towns. I love where you took, you took him at seven, right? Or was it six? Yeah, six. I was, I was six. debating between uh, six. I was debating between Towns and Paul because 
I like like Gallagher said, the point guards coming back are tough. Yeah. So the, and that's why I went with Lowry in the nah. second round is because yep. it took Towns. I love Towns. Uh, I like the Barnes pick. I like the Drogic pick. I think I think he did a pretty good job here. Uh, here's my team, and we'll uh, we'll start with Gallagher, and then Bogman. You can rip apart whatever you want. I have at my guard Steph Curry, Chris Middleton, Clay Thompson, forwards Jabari Parker, Pau Gasol, Miles Turner. My centers. I could put Miles Turner at center too, but uh, centers yep. I've got Dirk, Joel Embiid. Uh, my utility is Tyreek Evans and Danny Green, and my bench is Chris Dunn, Joe Kim Noah, and Willie Cauley-Stein. So uh, talk to me, Gallagher. What do you think? Solid. Obviously, Curry can complain. Middleton, I love. That was a really solid pick there. Clay was a little early for me, but obviously it works out with the way you put your team together late. Uh, Jabari, perfect fit with that early round stuff. Pal Gasol, a little bit worried about Pop, but huge upside. We saw what he did with Chicago. Uh, Miles Turner, obviously, love that. Uh, Dirk, awesome value, seeing him slide. Joel Embiid, love him for the upside late. Tyreek, I would never draft. Danny Green was a steal for you. Chris Dunn, solid late round lotto ticket. Joe Kanoa, hopefully he could turn back the clock with some new uniform threads. And Willie Cauley-Stein, another solid late round pick. Okay, so if you had to pick Bogman's team or my team, who would you pick? Hmm. Well, yeah, Miles Turner, so I'd pick your team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, eat it, Bogman. All right, Bogman, what do you think? What, what did you think? How do you think I put this one together? Well, I think you're 100% correct when you said I have all young, young guys and old, old guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Your median age is 28 because you have 19-year-olds and 42-year-olds. <laughs> hey, old man River, zip it or I'll break your hip. Like, that's, that's yeah, why. Guys that can't, like, like I said, guys that can't buy liquor and guys that are getting their ARP card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So me and then a teenager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but, no, I, I like the way this team is put together. You know, maybe Noah, the, the way that Gallagher looks at things, maybe Noah is my guy that I take instead of Biombo, right? He yeah, I would, I would take Noah. He's that that guy who I want because what I wanted in that situation was was points and or uh, boards and blocks, but you know not to turn it back to me. I like your team. I mean, look, man, you, you always do the uh, you always do value based drafting, and I think getting Gasol where you got him, getting Dirk where you got him, and especially you <laughs> taking Middleton on me. Um, <laughs> oh, that was my. I, 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 had, I had targeted Middleton. Middleton was going to be my one of my wheel picks the whole time. I did like the first ten rounds of a mock earlier today, and my team was like Chris Paul. It was it was Chris Paul, and then Middleton, and then it was stupid. It was it, it blew this team out of the water. But of course, you know, you playing with a bunch of rubes in a in a Yahoo mock. But uh, no, I, I like your solid team. The only one I didn't like was Willie Cauley Stein. That's it. Okay, last, yeah, my, my last, last pick. pick. Yeah, my last <laughs> pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Derry, yeah. What, a, what a wasted what a waste of value. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a wasted pick, but I just like I just don't think Willie Cauley Stein's gonna get it back. All right. Uh, we're gonna go through uh, the listener teams real quick. I'm not gonna give the benches, and I just want to remind everybody: if you go to the website in thisleague.com and you click on this article page, when you see the big picture, it says episode 85. You click on it and you scroll down. I put the results of the entire mock there. So you can go back, you can look at it, you can see where we picked, who we didn't pick, and you can scour it and have fun with it. So I'm not going to give the benches here. If you want more research on it, please go check it out, have fun with it, and you're more than welcome to send us questions if you have. So we're going to start with Wilhelm. He's a ringer in a lot of the sports we do, so let's see how he did in basketball. We're, we're going to always start with you, Gallagher, here. So his team is Kimba Walker, James Harden, DeMar DeRozan, those are his guards, Rudy Gay, Serge Ibaka, Luau Deng as the forwards, 
Enos Cantor, Taj Gibson at center, and Jeff Teague and Jordan Clarkson at utility. I just want to throw in also, uh, he got the homie, uh, Sar- uh, Dario Saric, at, uh, on his bench. So what do you think? Uh, I thought Kemba was a, a very great pick. Obviously, I love Harden. Not a big fan of DeRozan. I thought Rudy Gay was one of the worst picks in the draft. Uh, I really like Serge Ibaka. I'm not taking Luol Deng because low upside. Ennis Cantor was a steal. Taj, a little bit worried about injury risk and being traded to a team that won't need him as much. Thought Jeff Teague was a good value. Liked the Clarkson pick. Love the homie. Good little safe <laughs> late pick on Mr. Pat Beverly and Tyson Chandler. Looked like he needed a big man and he picked one up. So that works, I guess. You know, Bogman, it's funny because I, I do feel that some of these guys are, th- this is that adjustment that people need to make. Because I got to be honest with you, I, I've always personally just liked Rudy Gay because he does what we say on this podcast a lot, Bogman. He does stuff. He, he, he maybe does doesn't, things. He does, yeah, he does things. He might not do them at elite levels. You know, 46% field goal, 78 free throw. Those are fine. Get some points, get some rebounds. Not a whole bunch on the assists and not great with the blocks. But, I mean, he does stuff. In prior years, he costs a little bit more than this. He's His rank right now is sitting in the mid-40s. He used to cost in the late 20s. So I don't, I don't necessarily agree it was the worst pick in the draft. I don't know if I'm on that, though. One because, of the worst. Yeah, and also... Like the NBA has changed, players have changed. Where it used to be this really cool commodity of guys that, like, you know, a small forward that did lots of stuff. Well, it's like freaking everybody does the stuff now. Guards are getting four or five rebounds a game. Uh, they're getting you know seven, eight, nine assists. I mean, everybody's doing it. So Rudy Gay's value kind of drops down a little bit, and he just hasn't been the same player. So I kind of agree. I'm not drafting Dang whatsoever. Um, I, I Can like. I explain Ibaka. myself on Gay a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, please, please do. Okay, it actually has nothing to do. I've loved Rudy Gay, and I've drafted Rudy Gay for years. Um, I mean, he's been on my team more often than not, I want to say, at least one team per year. I'm scared to death because the things that Dave Yeager is saying, the things that Vladi Divac is saying, the things that their teammates are saying, all these things, the rumors that we're seeing from really credible people, he gets traded, he's losing value. You're talking about going to a team like the Pacers. I mean, he's the, wherever he goes, he'll lose value. And that's why I'm scared, man. If he gets yeah. traded... And he is very, 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 arguably the most likely player to get traded, um, maybe besides the Sixers guys. Yeah, that scares me to death. and That's why I'm not touching him. Yeah, I think that makes it. Bogman, what do you think? Are there any any highlights on this, uh, negative or positive? The the first thing I look at is, like, where are the boards? You know, I mean, Ibaka will get more this year. Cancer will get more. I just, for some reason, I can never get behind Taj Gibson. I don't know why. I just can never get behind Taj Gibson. He bothers me. It's something where... He's like the reverse of he's a reverse of Rudy Gay. Like he scores some points, he gets you some boards, he gets you some blocks. <laughs> That's it. it. He doesn't. I, I don't know. He bothers me. And Jeff like, Teague, yeah. a point guard. You know, I go moving to to Indy from Atlanta. I think hurts him a lot. So Gibson <laughs> also very very likely to get traded. By the way, yeah, I buy that. All right, let's okay. go to the next team here. We're gonna Let me go throw to- a fun stat on Jeff Teague really fast. He was a seventy two point seven effective field goal percent shooter on catch and shoot. He's going to play off the ball a lot. So I think Teague not having the ball as much is actually not that big of a negative. So I, okay. I actually like that Teague pick. Yeah, In he a just, fast offense. Yeah, and he just, I mean, he moves away from being more of an offensive scorer is probably yeah, some like, of the things like that a scares. Shooting guard, like a shooting guard in a point guard's body, if you will. Yeah, there you go. Let's go look at Joe's team, basketball. Yeah. That's his team name. Coming along to say the mother day. Yeah. Uh, his team is Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, Rajon Rondo. Uh, forwards are Jay Crowder. We got Vuk. We got Ben Simmons. Centers, we got DeAndre Jordan. Marcus Gasol with utility of Kent Bazemore. Bazemore. 
and Tristan Thompson. I want to throw in here first. I'm going to obviously throw it to you, Mike. But the one thing I want to, I want to at least sound smart here for one moment, for at least one point <laughs> in this draft here, is to say that like what I don't like about this team is you didn't make a commitment to what you're doing with all of your stuff. Like, I don't think you should have a team with DeAndre Jordan and Rajon Rondo and then also go and have great free throw shooters in Kyrie Irving and Leonard and, and Marcus All. If you're going to take, we, I think we've said this for every time, this is the third year doing this podcast. We've said it every year. If you're going to take Jordan, you just take them all. You need to be taking all the guys that do the same thing to Pokemons. dominate those categories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, take them all. You need to go get your phone and need to collect them because, like Gallagher said, you, you can't make good what you're losing when you have DeAndre Jordan. So you should own them all. So this team, this team was just like taking players. It, it didn't look like, uh, oh, I'm going to take this and I'm going to form that. Like how I was, I was purposely taking big men that helped my free throw percentage. Uh, I just didn't personally like that, and that was why this team would struggle. So Gallagher, what do you think? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. That DeAndre pick really ruined about 20 percent of the value of Kawhi and Kyrie Irving. Right. Uh, had he not taken Kawhi, that that would have been good. Like if he t- let's see, if he backed it up, if he took LeBron, um, for instance, that would have been a better spot for him. Uh, even actually, if he would have taken Giannis Antetokounmpo instead of Kawhi, his team would actually be decent. Uh, and if he would have adapted a little bit later, like you said, Gasol and other guys, if he would have grabbed like Drummond instead of Gasol or something along those lines. Um, but anyways, uh, I thought Kyrie was a good pick. I obviously love Kawhi and stand at one value. I don't like Rajon Rondo. He went way too early for me. Don't like going from the fastest tempo in the league to a team with way more ball distributing guys. He's, he's in a bad spot. He really maxed out last year. Uh, I thought Jay Crowder was fantastic. He's yep. another player that was missed by Yahoo. Oh, he was at 186. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so that, that was a savvy move for him. He definitely uh, got some info there. Or he, he knew what to do there. Uh, I'm not a Vooch guy. I'm pretty much avoiding Orlando Frontcourt with the exception of Serge Ibaka. We talked about Simmons. Gasol was pretty much right on time. thought the Baysmore pick was good. I thought Tristan Thompson, even with more responsibility and more rebounding and all that, just not a great fantasy guy. He doesn't block. He's not great for percentages. So that, what are you going to do with him? Yeah. Um, yeah Derek exactly. Rose, good spot late, I guess. So you can't really hate it. Uh, I thought Winslow was a really good pick for him late. Uh, I had him. I had my eye on him. And then Stanley Johnson, like I said, another solid pick. Marcus Moore is going to play a little bit less, as is KCP. So, solid last pick. All right, so Bogman, what do you think? Any, I mean, is it, you echo the it's, sentiments that it was, yeah. just, it was just a lot of picks. There wasn't a lot of strategy to this mock. Yeah. I've got an idea, Joe. I'll give you Big Mac. You give me Leonard. We'll just call it <laughs> even. Your, your team will get much better because then you'll have some free throw bad guys. My team will increase because... Big Mac is really my only bad guy besides Terrence Jones. So uh, I think that's fair, right? Yeah. Everybody wins. Yeah, yeah, Second sure. yeah to totally. The, second night to the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look at this team. We're going to move over to Double Chin, Double Team. This is Nick's team. And uh, these did some interesting stuff with this. He definitely looked like there might be a strategy to it on something he may have punted. So uh, guards, Victor Oladipo, Andrew Wiggins, Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder. Uh, Schroeder. Uh, forwards, we've got get LeBron. Get down, the idiot. <laughs> get, down, get to the shop. Get to the point. Get to the basket. Pass the ball. Pass it now. Get to the hoop. Uh, forwards, we have LeBron James 
Aaron Gordon, Chandler Parsons. Uh, centers, we have Hassan Whiteside, Jaleel Okafor. Utility is Rodney Hood, Alex Lynn. Noticeably absent are uh, point guards, pretty much. It's, <laughs> it's Shruda, and then it's a bunch of uh, other positional guards. It looks it's, a, it's actually, this is a team of guys that do the stuff, it kind of looks like to me. What do you think, Gallagher? Yeah, top to bottom again. I love Oladipo. That was one of the biggest steals of the first three rounds, for sure, for me. Uh, I thought Wiggins was a tad early, but I couldn't really knock where he went. Upside's big, hitting 41% after the break on threes was huge for him. Schroeder, I thought, was a little bit early. He's going to really kill you in field goal percentage and turnovers. Uh, not going to hit a lot of threes for you. He's not that great of a passer, so we'll see how he does. A little bit scary there. Uh, with I love his LeBron white side tandem with the bad free throws. So, and he didn't really have any good free throw studs. So, like we've talked about the other team. He actually did that pretty well, which yeah. is effective in, in head-to-head. Uh, Okafor, solid pick where he went, I thought. Rodney Hood, I don't like as much, but that fine where he went. Uh, Alex Lynn, going to play more backup center. If Chandler gets hurt and he can actually hit a five-foot shot, maybe Lynn will be all right. Uh, I thought Frank Kaminsky was a wasted pick. Jaden Brown, the same thing. And Marquise Morris was okay. So, yeah, some little bit of hit and miss, but uh, definitely see the strategy there. And actually, I, like, uh, I forgot to mention Eric Gordon. Uh, Chandler Parsons, I, I thought those picks were really nice. Two guys I'm pretty high on. Bogman, do you think uh, Chan- Chandy Parsi will be okay this year without Jeremy Lin again uh, Memphis? Uh, what do you think of this team? I think there's going to be a lot of uh, memes when they meet up for the first time. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a lot of, lot of hugging and a lot of uh, photographs. No, I'm, I'm with you, the Welsh. Where are the assists? Where where'd they go? Yeah, that where, oh, where did my assists go? <laughs> and uh, it, it bothers me because I love point guards so much. Short guys. Short guys. Well, they're not short. But, uh, you know, yeah, I'm to, short. Yeah, on television, they're short. They're short. in NBA standards, Comparatively. yes, short guys. The thing I'll add to that, too, I'm cool with punting assists. Problem is, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't have threes, Yeah, really. he, he's got to do what I did. I totally yeah. agree with you. I was just about to say that. If you're going to punt the assists, go get the threes. Go get the three. Go get Wes Matthews. Get Clay and Thompson. And go get the steals. Yeah. The only good steals guys he have has our Old Depot, and I guess you could say LeBron James. Uh, and maybe Schroeder will kind of come around a little bit. But, I mean, you got to make sure you're kidding, filling up the guard categories properly if you're going to punt. I totally agree. Let's go look at uh, Sorio's team here. Uh, we and have. So that's two punk categories. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorio's team. We've got Mike Conley, Gordon Hayward, Alfred Payton. Forwards: Kevin Durant, Al Horford, Kristaps Porzingis. Good lord. Centers: Dwight Howard, Mason Plumlee. Utility is Damari Carroll and Dalinel Gallinari. Uh, this uh, kind of reeks to me a little bit of kind of what we talked about with Joe, where I was like, man, you got Durant, you got Horford, you got Porzingis, you got Conley. But then you threw Alfred Payton and Dwight Howard into it, and it was like, well, you just kind of, I don't know, you're all over on field goal percentage. You kind of screwed your free throw a little bit. I mean, there, there's some good – I mean, Durant, Horford, and Porzingis, I would be hard-pressed to say there's a better forward combination in this draft than those three. Yeah, again, taking Dwight Howard, when you have either Harden, Westbrook, Durant, any of those guys that are just super awesome, and you're just zapping their value – and so the Durant, potentially number one player, you capped him now as like the number nine or ten player because you're taking away one of his best categories. So guys, don't do that if you learn one thing from this uh, from this pod. Uh, but overall, yeah, I thought Conley was a great pick. Haywood was pretty much right on time. I don't like Peyton at all. Um, Horford was a steal, I thought. Uh, he shouldn't be going where he went. He should be going top 15, 16 or so. Porzingis was a fantastic pick. Uh, Plumlee, yeah, it just doesn't do anything for me. All that added depth, they're going to play – 
um, a little bit tighter on his rotation, I think. I thought Damari Carroll was a really good pick. Danilo Gallinari, a good little risk-reward pick where he went. Tad early for me. But, yeah, um, this is definitely a team I wouldn't draft at all. But uh, had some had some pluses. Yeah, I mean, th- there were some good things in there, right, Bogman? Out- outside of just that that mixture. And, it- and it's really tough. It's something you really pay attention to more than you would in, like, fan- I mean, obviously you're not really doing it in football, but fantasy baseball or something like that. You know, I mean, the closest comparisons are like, well, you're going to punt steals or something like that or drafting to make sure that you're even balanced here. It's really a tough challenge if, like Gallagher said, you know, you- you're know, you zapping value when you're taking albatrosses. And when you have a guard albatross and a, a-, a-, a- major center albatross it hurts you box yeah i'm i'm not a big fan of this team either because uh there there's some games missed here too i mean dwight misses a bunch of games gallinari misses a bunch of games peyton was hurt last year wasn't he um you know i i think uh and i want to point out two knee injuries right yeah two knee injuries and mason Plumley also is the white taj gibson so (laughs) (laughs) to me uh he's he's a guy i'm just not gonna take he doesn't do enough things and stuff combined. Like, he does stuff, but he doesn't do things. Those I need are a guy our that does stuff stats. and things. Those are our official right. stats. One thing about Adam Pumley is they ran a lot of high posts for him for guys like Lillard and CJ to move around the ball. Guess what? They just picked up Evan Turner to do the same thing. So he won't have that little bonus of his three assists per game from a big man, which is nice. So that's going to go away a little bit. So, yeah, no, no thank yeah. you on Mr. Plum Dog. Yeah, I think I agree. Let's go look at Miles' team, which is titled Turd Ferguson. and <laughs> make me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> Turd Ferguson. It's my name. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Say it. Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. Uh, here is his team. Russell Westbrook, Nicholas Batum, George Hill. Forwards are Thaddeus Young, LaMarcus Aldridge with Blake Griffin. Centers, Nerlens Noel, Ryan Anderson. Utility is Al Jefferson and Evan Turner. I'm looking at this team. I don't necessarily see quite the alba- the same albatrosses, but I definitely do see a mixture. I mean, I, I personally just I love Russell Westbrook. Love him dearly. I would draft him at the top of any draft, especially if I'm not drafting babies. one. I might. It's creepy. I might. Unfortunately, you know, he might want that, which worries me sometimes <laughs> with him, with those, that clothing line. But... I don't know how I feel about this team overall. I, I don't know after Russell Westbrook if I'm looking at anything that like, like, okay, here's a better way to say this. When I look at this team, nothing jumps out and tells me, oh, wow, he's dominant at that thing. Um, I thought Nick Batum was a super steal. Yes. Um, yes. That, that was one of my favorite picks in this draft. Uh, Yahoo has him way too low at 74. Um, didn't really play well at times last year, but I think people are worried about MKG affecting him, but Batum's going to play shooting guard, and he's going to hit some threes. He's going to have a lot of assists. He play, He and Kemba play well off each other. So he's a guy I really liked. Uh, I thought George Hill was a good value. I thought that was a decent value. I thought LaMarcus was solid where he went. Um, hate the Blake pick. Um, I, I thought Noel was okay pretty much where he went. Uh, Anderson was a little too early for me, but I see he had a needed three, so that makes sense. He doesn't really have anyone else on threes uh, besides him and Batum, so he definitely needed him there, and that was more of a need pick. Uh, Jefferson was a wasted pick and Turner was a wasted pick for me. Bogman, anything that jumps out to you? Uh, I just want to hear Gallagher talk about a little more why he hates Blake Griffin. Mm. Quad injuries, man. Quad injuries on high yeah. jumping players is no bueno. Ooh. Partial tearing that what we, we talked about the hand injury with him punching the equipment manager, but that was just pretty much a masking agent. Oh, I just started getting a clue. For this leg injury. Bogman, uh, let's see your hands. I'm not, let's see your hands, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he punched him in the face to, 
to, un, to hide it, but I just think the perception of his quad injury is dampened a little bit by because we saw the games missed. We're like, oh, that's because of the hand injury. Not quite, man. He was hurt. He needed time off. Oh. So, Gallagher, let's go do karate in the garage. Yeah, right. but no more. Let's I, not I, feed I, the animals here, Gallagher. <laughs> he, Bogman could go another 30 minutes uh, talking uh, about Blake Griffin. Velociraptor, John Stamos. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Good but. housekeeping. No, I mean, you love Blake Griffin, you, or you hate Blake Griffin, you love Miles Turner. We're now best friends. Yeah, I you mean, guys are that, best that friends. Yeah, I just got eliminated from the podcast. I'll take my rose and walk <laughs> away. Let's go look. We only got a couple more teams here. Stevie's team, VW Hippie. In all the mocks except for one that Bogman decided to not let him in in football. Oh, come on. get it. He got over it. Why aren't you over it? And I'm just letting everybody know that Bogman did the, the, the wrong thing here. Uh, guards, Chris Paul, Brandon Knight, Isaiah Thomas. Forwards, Paul George, Kenneth Fareed, Wes Matthews. Centers, Brooke Lopez, Gortat, and utility is Monta Ellis and Ricky Rubio. I don't know. I kind of feel like this is a pretty well-rounded, solid team. But let's hear what Gallagher has to say. One of my favorites for sure. Yeah, uh, I love the Paul pick. Knight went a little bit early for me. He stole Isaiah Thomas. I thought that was a great pick. Paul George saw where he went, got to read late. Uh, Wesley Matthews was a steal for me. Got Brooke on time. Got Gortat a little bit later than I thought. Rubio slipped and he pounced. Same with Monta. Uh, slipped a little bit and he pounced. So th- this is one of my favorites that we've seen so far. It's I mean, just a really, really nice team. A lot of, lot of good values, too, Bogman. I mean, you yeah. look across this. There may be guys that we don't necessarily love. You know, I don't love Gortat. I don't love Rubio. I don't love Ellis. I don't even necessarily <laughs> love guys like Wes Matthews. But, man, everywhere he got these, I feel like he really balanced and put a great team together. And, by the way, if you heard me when I said before uh, on the projection, Stevie projected out as the number two team. Yeah, and he has a team filled with guys I love to take. And guys, I'll never take. I think that's kind of funny. Like, who will I you like, never take? Well, I, I'll just I, I don't like Brooke Lopez. Something about him bothers me. I think I had him when he was hurt uh, for that <laughs> long stretch. So I just can't I can't go back to the well. I'm not a big Rubio fan at all because I hate his field goal percentage. It bothers <laughs> me just too much. Those guys, I like. I absolutely won't take. I've never found myself drafting Wes Matthews or Kenneth Fareed. I just haven't done it. It's not that I don't like them. I just never take them. I always find another reason to take somebody else but i take jared sollinger just in case every year i take uh chris paul i take brandon knight everybody knows i love brandon knight isaiah thomas i take uh you know i i was pretty high last year on paul george coming back so uh and gortat the polish hammer i like the polish hammer so that i i found it interesting to see kind of a, a mix of my guys yeah stevie did a he did a great job assembling this team here all right let's look at uh donny it's donny's team donny taco corp uh, here we go. C.J. McCollum, Dwayne Wade, Bradley Beal, forwards, Draymond Green, Anthony Davis, Tobias Harris, centers, uh, Jonas Valulus, as we call him, Stephen uh, Adams, and then Emmanuel Moutier and Alfarik Aminu. Uh, Gallagher, what do you think about this? He got your guy, uh, McCollum. Yeah, my boy C.J. went earlier than I thought, so I wasn't too fond of that pick. Uh, I saw I, you your name in the draft. That's what I know, was. man. Uh, I'm actually going to try to get him on a podcast next month. By the way, so oh, oh can I can I be on and just on mute? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Sure. I don't know. I haven't asked him yet, so uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. But we talked about it last year. But uh, yeah, he, he's my guy. So maybe uh, maybe I'll bump him up a little bit. But he's also a big stats fan, and we we DM sometimes. So yeah, God. I remember you talked uh, about you talked about that that he was uh, that uh, he was digging it. He was digging what yeah, you were he's, doing. Yeah, he's asking about like usage rates and all sort of the advanced stats and stuff. He's, he's just an awesome, awesome dude. Journalism major at Lehigh. So yeah, if you don't like C- CJ McCollum as a person, man, then f- you. Man, <laughs> f- 
already you. got somebody to do karate in the garage with. This, <laughs> I this love is upsetting. It. Now I'm going to just stuck with the Welsh again. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> if buddy. you don't like Big Red, um, I didn't. I mean, Dwayne Wade is just too much of a risk for me. I'm going to miss games. Doesn't really have the fantasy appeal anymore. His, he used to have great steals and some blocks mixed in there, but it's just, he's just headed down. Thought Beal was a good pick. Uh, like I said, I like Draymond and Davis. I thought Tobias was a really good pick. I know Valuetunis or Valuous, uh, as you guys say. <laughs> I thought he went right on time. Um, again, less depth behind him is really good. Steven Adams, going to torpedo you a little bit on free throws, uh, especially since he has a guy like Anthony Davis and Draymond Green, who's not great, but I expect him to be better. So it's not a, the worst fit, but it really hurts Davis as his first-round pick, and I, I hate doing that to your first-round pick. Uh, Moody is going to kill him even more on his, on his field goal. So hate that pick for this team. Um, and the upside's not great. Nightcat with the turnovers. Uh, and Amino, they're, they're, they're going to play him at the four pretty much strictly. Uh, going to have Crab more in there at the three. They have Turner. So he's not in a great spot uh, coming off a season at 116th per game. Just doesn't do it for me. Not enough upside. Yeah, th- they this paid is a- Crab, too. Yeah, they did. This is an interesting team to me, by the way. This is a team of guys that I actually really like. I like Green. I like Davis. I like McCollum. And guys, I'm just I'm not having any part of. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm having any part of Moutier, probably with teams I construct this year, Adams, Wade. And ironically, by the way, we say valueless, and he's actually got some pretty damn good value. Bogman, oh, anything yeah. that jumped out? Well, why? Yeah, well, uh, one thing that jumped out to me is uh, Gallagher just complimented Bismarck Biombo. By saying that Jonas Valanciunas <laughs> is better without the depth behind him. <laughs> well, compared to Jakob Pertl, I mean, come on. And uh, Bebe Najaria, whatever. That's my, bo- my boy. You, you, well, see, I'm just a fat guy. I love anything that says Big Mac in it. So, uh, <laughs> Borstio, <laughs> dude. Borstio is the, the Big Mac fiend. Body also, Borstio is uh, doing a lot of cool He's against Instagram wearing stuff. shirts. He's against <laughs> wearing shirts. I can tell you that much. And he always has like 20 people living with him but that's a story for a different time but uh red wine yeah right right uh i i I like this team um i think there's it's like a steady team you know what i mean like Dwayne wade you you know what you expect Uh, bradley beal you know like last year he was 83 now he's 84 you know what i mean like like you know what you're getting from the guys that you have the the one big roller coaster that you're gonna have all year for for this team is is Anthony Davis gonna be healthy? You and Bradley Beal too. Yeah, well, yeah, Beal's always hurt too. But they're they're just I just can't take Anthony Davis. I don't think I'm taking him in the first round. I think I, I can mess around. It's an interesting maybe team. at the end. If yeah, he falls. it's an interesting constructed team. Got two left, so let's get through these. We've got Youngberg. Youngberg is always doing his knowledge. But he's a Don't little reach all, blood. he's a little all over the board for me. But I, I do like what he did here for the most part. Let's talk about this uh, guards. We have John Wall, Reggie Jackson, Devin Booker, forwards Covington, Cousins, and Drummond. Centers are Gobert and Bobby Portis with D'Angelo Russell and Julius Randle. So there's a little bit of weirdness. The whole Drummond with Cousins and I mean, but I guess he has Gobert. I mean, he he kind of went to the well to say I'm going to punt free throw percentage, but he kind of really didn't because he's got you know Booker and Reggie Jackson and. But I guess for the most part he did. But he definitely did some reaching. Uh, some people in the room were killing him for the Devin Booker as he was getting killed here. Gallagher doesn't like the John Wall. So what do you think, Gallagher? Is this a mixture of some hates and a couple loves? I I know Youngberg uh, is, listens to the pod sometimes, and I, I do not like this team at all. I mean, I, I hated John Wall where he went. Uh, I don't like Reggie Jackson where he went. I don't like Devin Booker where he went. I thought Covington was okay. I didn't like Cousins in the first round. 
Um, the Drum and Gobert combo makes sense, so they make they, they're good values where they went. Uh, I love Bobby Portis. I mean, I, I am I am the free Bobby Portis originator, actually. <laughs> Uh, so I love that. And I you did it on this pod. Fun. You we did the hashtag free Bobby Portis here, and I agree with yeah. you. Go the Gobert and Portis are kind of my favorite picks that he put together yep. here. Obviously, I love D'Angelo Russell against sniped right in front of me. Uh, I just don't see Julius Randle being a good fit, uh, kind of like a Zebo, but but with less of an upside and more of a risk with the injuries. So uh, yeah, I mean, couple great picks and mostly not great picks. So uh, I know uh, I feel bad for for bashing Youngberg. He can take but, it. Uh, Youngberg can take. Yeah, if there's, yeah. if there's one human it's, that can take I'm it, sure he it's can. His first, it's his first draft. So. Yeah, it's everybody's. You know, going in dry one point. Yeah, I mean, I've been looking at frick, and freaking rankings for the past like four months. So like. <laughs> I kind of have an advantage, I guess. Yeah, and young Youngberg can take that, and you know, there's some, and there's going to be some divisiveness. You know, how many people are going to be on the hate wall bandwagon, and and Booker's going to be a popular guy. That you know, there's going to be a group of guys that are going to be reached on. It's going to be the or you know, quote unquote reached on. Maybe not the Miles Turners and the Jokic, but you know, you're going to have Booker. Booker, I think, is going to be taken in the top 75 of a lot of drafts. I think that's we're just going to see a majority of that. So he was kind of taking his guy, but I'm not like a huge fan of it bogman do you kind of you consensus here not a huge fan of this team yeah a lot of hits and misses like you guys said because when i first looked at it i was like who's his first round pick and then i realized it was cousins in the first round and he's you know because of the injuries and suspensions and all the wackiness that's going on sacramento he's been falling to the second round a lot so that was a little surprising i just feel like we should have one team in every league where if you take drummond okay fine but you also get deandre jordan you get Ricky Rubio. You get Rajon Rondo. You just get all those guys. You got to go like, all in. You got to go guy. all in. Yeah. You're the team with all of those guys. And then uh, everybody else gets to avoid them. Yeah, I totally agree. Let's go to the last one here. This is Brandon's team. Guards, we've got Damian Lillard, Jimmy Butler, J.J. Redick. Uh, forwards, Carmelo Anthony, Derek Favors, Otto Porter. Centers are Greg Monroe and Clint Capella. And at utility, we have Miracic and Chris Bosch. Uh, Gallagher, what do you think? This final team that uh, Brandon put together. Dame, Bust, Butler up front, uh, solid. Uh, I thought Dame was a better pick than Butler, is, especially given the, the dearth of point guards early, so that, that was solid. I thought Butler was a tad early for me, but liked it. Redick, rock solid. Uh, just another great contributor for, for value. He should be right where he should be taken. Not a high ceiling, though. Uh, Mello went pretty timely. Uh, I thought that was a, a little bit of a, a nice steal. I like Favors a lot. Yahoo has Otto Porter ranked really high uh, at 36, but uh, I'll check in a second. But I have him ranked pretty high myself with Scott Brooks. I think he's going to have a lot of success, play some four. Uh, so I do like Otto Porter. Uh, Greg Monroe I thought was on time. Uh, I like Capella, but I don't like how he's going to really hurt you in free throw percentage, especially when you have Dame, Butler, J.J. Redick. Melo's pretty decent on free throws. Um, Davis is a decent big man. Porter, all these guys can shoot free yeah, throws. So yeah, totally. uh, Capella really, really hurt him there. Uh, I thought Miritich was a really good pick. And then we know we talked about Bosch going where he went. Uh, that was a pretty solid pick. So just uh, let me see where I have Porter really fast. I have Porter at 60. So I, I'm, I think I'm pretty high on Porter compared to some others. I'm not taking, so, I'm not taking Porter at 36, by the way. Yeah, yeah. How, oh, no. No one is. No one is. How many free throws do you think Capella is going to average a game? More than last year. Yeah, uh, probably, he didn't. He wasn't even up to three last year. So yeah, uh, probably so like, think six, like six, six and a half, seven. I was gonna say. Okay, and that's I gonna hurt if be, he's rocking that forty percent. It'll under hurt, 40. but it's yeah. not. He's not gonna. Yeah, it hurts 20, pretty bad, like man. Andre, you know, 
Uh, I mean, I no, I agree with you. I'm just saying it's not like him taking six isn't like DeAndre or Drummond taking. It might be more eight. too. I think I think that's the low end. I think the high end's like eight nine. Yeah, it just depends on how much Dan Tony likes him. You know, right? Exactly. If he likes him a lot, it's going to be more. So it's right. kind of and and I right, thought this was ahead. I thought this was a pretty solid team. Um, I could see where the mindset on some of this was. There were some good value picks. Uh, you got a couple high end three point guys in Lillard and Reddick and down there with Miracic, and you got some other guys that are con- con- going to contribute. So this isn't like a an overwhelming team, but I thought it was pretty good. So I want to ask you if if you're, if we're all able to do this, by the way, uh, top one or two three favorite teams out of here, recalling all of them. Like Gallagher, what do you think if you had to pick? You, you, exclude yourself because obviously you killed this draft. But what do you think as far as like if you had to pick you know two to three other teams? What were your favorites that were put together? I definitely like your guys' teams, and then that one team we talked about. I can't remember the name of it. Steve yeah, yeah, Happy, yeah. His yeah. team, his team definitely jumps out. Uh, that was one of my favorites. And yeah, um, the Welsh, your team came in pretty solid. Um, and obviously, you getting my favorite target. Um, I have to put you in. Like I have to have Miles Turner. Uh, so. Me giving him to you makes me a little sad inside. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of have to go your team. And, yeah, I mean, I like Bogman's team for sure. I'm trying to think of another team that I like. There was no other team like besides the the VW that really, like, jumped out as me as a, a team that I'm like, oh, this is nice. Yeah, so, I think I got a. I think guys. I thought Wilhelm, the first team outside of ours that we talked about. I thought Wilhelm did a uh, a decent job. You know, he's kind of a ringer, and I thought he Stevie does good did. at everything. It's annoying. Oh yeah, no, his team's good too. Yeah, yeah. So I would say Wilhelm. I'd say Stevie. Um, I'm I'm very incredibly happy with what I did in my first mock draft. So it sounds like I mean we all kind of agree. You know, Wilhelm's in there, Stevie's in there. I'm definitely there. Gallagher's there. Bogman's there. That's probably your top five. So if you if you go back to the article page of this and you want to. You want to do a scan. You want to see where these guys were taking, uh, where they were taking, and where we are all considering those the good teams might give you a little bit more insight and uh, a little bit more value as you start jumping into these leagues. And I know a lot of people are going to start getting into uh, some of their dynasty leagues here pretty soon. There's going to be a lot of startups. We're going to be doing one here at the ITL Army uh, for sure. We're going to have a startup dynasty. So I know a lot of people get into this. This is going to be a good little barrier to start you off. Obviously, this isn't a dynasty draft. That would be different. Uh, But this is going to set you up pretty well. All right, so there you go. It is Mock Draft. 1.0. 1.0. I can't believe we got through it. We, we're doing it right in the heart of football season, too, because we're maniacs. As a, McGallagher's <laughs> a maniac. We're maniacs. But we want to make sure that you guys are all covered with some bas- fantasy basketball knowledge. And we got a lot coming down the pike here with a bunch of really great prep episodes. Uh, I want to get a fantasy roundtable with Gallagher. I'd love to get uh, Dr. A and maybe even another person and just have a nice, good roundtable of fantasy if basketball. If I could add problem. really quick yeah. to interrupt you, Steve and I were talking before. He says, what's up? And he and I are 100 percent down to hop on a pod together so you you let us know and we are all about that all right so look yeah. for it. look for it we're gonna have a fantasy basketball round table one or maybe even two of them if we can sneak them in because uh oh, we're you both know, down, man. yeah i it, it, getting to talk with gallagher and dr H, my literally did all the sports that we do just some of my favorite people and some of the best analysts and uh we all get to do it together and it's, it's a whole bunch of fun so there's gonna be a bunch of really great episodes coming down the pike so make sure that you're subscribed on itunes to this podcast we're also on tune in we're uh you know we're Stitcher. We're in all the places. You can also find us as a whole on the Fantasy Sports Network. If you want to hear kind of a collective, uh, a collection of what we do, we might have you know some football and basketball sprinkled in. Wednesdays, 8 to 10 Eastern, you can find that. Sometimes it'll be whole podcasts of the football ones. So, you know, if, if you're only basketball, that might not necessarily 
be your cup of tea and check out what we got going over at in this league.com we've got a, a shirt store now we've got like five or six or seven really badass shirts we got our body by bourbon body by cheeseburger i put up a couple new shirts uh, we got an itl army one which we told you guys about go check it out you want to see some itl swag we got there. We got that there. We got the podcast there, and we got a bunch of cool information. And uh, you can find us on Twitter at Is It the Welsh at Bogman Sports, and you can find Mike Gallagher on Twitter at Mike S Gallagher. What's coming down the pike that people need to know that you got going on over at Roto World? I'm going to be going to the pants store because uh, I don't like the pleat of the pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike Gallagher, are you saying you want to have a party in my pants? Yes, There's a party exactly. in my pants, and you're invited. Uh, okay. Mr. Gal- Mr. Gallagher, you have a massive Roto World guide. <laughs> yes, dude. I just finished all my outlooks, all my projections, all my rankings, all my. I, I've been just hammering this thing down. So if you want, uh, a just like more. If you're just like totally obsessed with basketball, and you want to know what we think about certain guys, short term, long term. And we're doing rankings for every kind of set, eight cat, nine cat points, dynasty, uh, and then we got the pods. I mean, we got like we're we're having the most coverage and we've had in a very very long time. So I'm super excited for the season to get started. And the obviously RotoWorld.com for a lot of blurbs. We're we're going to be going just balls to the wall. Um, yeah. and, and this is the kind of wall that uh, that even Mexico will want to put up. Exactly. Uh, Donald <laughs> Donald Trump can't keep us under this wall. Exactly. Yeah. You keep Donald, us Trump in. Wants, Donald Trump wants the wall to be as strong as the wall we're building at, at Rotor World. That's, so uh the, I've got the best be, guides. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. <laughs> All the other sites and the podcast are losers. Don't worry about it. Uh well Remember, uh, you know, Roto World's got you covered. We got you covered. Uh, be on the lookout for, uh, we're going to be doing that Roto World mock draft with Gallagher and the rest of the crew. You can find that in the draft guide. Maybe we'll do a couple others, and we will have all the great guests on. So uh, the ITL Fantasy Basketball Podcast, when you're not Roto Worlding it up, is definitely going to be your next source. Check out everything we got going on. Find us on Twitter. Do all the things. Fantasy Basketball is back. God bless Fantasy Basketball. Welcome. And let's end it with we are the three best friends, best friends that, that anyone had ever had. The three best friends, friends that any area two together. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.